Shop at Acme and redeem your rewards points for free grocery items or discounts on gas at participating Exxon or mobile stations. Download the Acme mobile app or visit acmemarkets.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is the first day of August, a Tuesday. Kathy is out. I'll handle the news duties. We'll begin with this. Federal and local authorities are looking for suspects responsible for at least five armed robberies in the suburbs of Philadelphia. And all of the crimes targeted 7-Eleven stores across three counties in the last 10 days. Upper Southampton Township Police released video of a masked man and an accomplice who targeted a 7-Eleven convenience store right across the street from their police station. It happened on Street Road just before 1 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, they'd received a panic alarm through the radio room, according to Chief Dominic Vericalo. Police and the FBI are now investigating. Believe that two men and another individual are part of a string of robberies targeting 7-Elevens in Bucks County, Montgomery County, and even Delaware County. So the robberies took place on the following July 22nd at the 7-Eleven at 2370 Dutton Mill Road in Delaware County. Yep. Uh, that same day, the 7-Eleven at 143 West Eagle Road in Haverford Township in Delaware County was also hit. Then on July 27th, the 7-Eleven at 1307 Chester Pike in Sharon Hill was hit. July 30th, 7-Eleven at 791 Horsham Road in Montgomery Township was robbed. And then on July 30th, the 7-Eleven that same day, 932 Street Road Jeez. in Upper Southampton Township, Bucks County, was robbed. All the robberies have taken place between midnight and 2 a.m. Police say employees have been threatened, intimidated, and physically assaulted. In the latest case, police say the suspects did leave a major clue. According to Chief Vericalo, he said we were able to recover some of the gloves worn during the actual robbery, and we are hoping to use that as evidence and get some DNA. Anyone with information on these robberies or these uh, uh, subjects is asked to call the FBI at 215-418-4000 or go to tips.fbi.gov. The director, the director of uh, parking enforcement in Upper Darby, PA, is being accused of stealing coins <laughs> from parking kiosks Delco. in order to financially benefit herself and her colleagues. Delaware County District Attorney Jack Stolzheimer outlined the case against 45-year-old Sakila Coles during a press conference on Monday afternoon. Uh, Stolzheimer said after a months-long investigation, Coles is facing several charges, including unlawful taking theft by deception, receiving stolen property, and obstruction of justice. Coles, a previous Upper Darby Township councilwoman, became the director of parking enforcement in January of 2020. The district attorney says in November 2021, Coles introduced new parking kiosks in Upper Darby. And just a month later, he says Coles directed her administrative assistant, Nikita Barnes, to take coins from those kiosks. He said Nikita was told to take the coins that come in from the kiosks take them in bank bank bags in her own personal car. She would then drive them to her own personal bank, use the coin counter there to count the coins, deposit the money in Nikita's own personal
personal bank account and then bring the cash back to Sequila Coles. That seems okay. The district attorney says that Coles then used the money for the benefit of herself and the three and the people in her office, spending it on things like parties, free lunches, and gifts. Uh, Stolzheimer says Coles store mo- stole more than four thousand dollars, and according to Stolzheimer, Coles eventually admitted to the scheme when speaking with county detectives in April. I said she also admitted that at some point she realized that they were taking too much money and that it would potentially be discovered by people in the tax office. So she had Ms. Barnes repay some of the money. Solzheimer calls it consciousness of guilt. I wonder if she recognized that part, like when they were throwing one of their parties and it got a little extravagant. They're like, are, are we going to end up on someone's radar? Because apparently yeah. they were doing a lot of parties. Uh, Cole's attorney, Andrew Elderberg, says that his client's character is uh, unfairly being called into question. In a statement, the Upper Darby Mayor's office says that it is fully cooperating with this investigation and working to ensure that this does not happen again. Coles is also accused of voiding at least eight parking violations for her family members. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the, the story for office space. The movie? Like, take take a couple pennies and no one will notice. Right. Oh, they were it's taking just a lot more. Just pennies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, again, yeah. that's the story of office space. Mm-hmm. And then, finally, there was a massive effort to rescue a woman from a well in Piles Grove Township, Salem County. Uh, it happened around 4 p.m. on Monday on the 200 block of Woodstown uh, Daretown Road. Uh, police say the woman fell 20 feet into the well mm. that was inside the residence. Wow. And it took crews about an hour to free her. She was immediately flown to an area hospital. Officials say she suffered non-life-threatening injuries, but further details on how she fell into the well were not immediately available. All right, sports this morning. Bills beat the Marlins. Four to two last night in Miami. Taiwan Walker threw six and two thirds innings and became the first pitcher in the major leagues with twelve wins. As the Bills opened the four game series against Marlins with a win, Walker, who improved to twelve and four, allowed two runs and six hits while striking out four to win his eighth decision since June sixth. Alec Bohm doubled, singled, and had two walks and an RBI for the Phils, who moved a half game ahead of the Marlins for the. Third NL wild card spot in the series continues tonight, and Ranger Suarez will get the start. First pitch scheduled for 6:40 p.m. And the Women's World Cup, uh, the American women finished as runners-up in Group E and advanced the round of 16 after a scoreless draw with Portugal earlier this morning. Uh, the Americans will face the winner of Group G in Melbourne on Sunday in his first knockout match, likely to be Sweden, who needs just a point against Argentina to confirm top place and the matchup. The Netherlands progress as Group E winners with a dominant 7-0 victory over Vietnam, and the knockout round will begin on Saturday. And that is the last item yeah, I have yeah, for you yeah, this morning. Thank you. Please take your seats. Take your seats. Please, please, please. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> 
Um, welcome to Tuesday morning, Monday for us. That means we start over with our word of the week. We have a four-letter word, a prize we're giving away today. Four-pack of tickets to see Jelly Roll and many more artists at uh, Tidal Wave Music Festival. Well, music Festival, which is going to be August 11th, the 13th, and that's on the beach in Atlantic City. So uh, Jelly Roll is going to be performing on Sunday the 13th. So we will get the uh, letter of the day for the word of the week coming up at the end of the program. Nice. Uh, as I said earlier, the reason I was doing news is Kathy is out today. She's yeah. uh, taking a sick day, so we'll find out what's up with her uh, when she comes in tomorrow. And hopefully she's all ready by Thursday because that's when the belly flop championship oh, yeah. takes place. Oh, yeah. Day after tomorrow. You can't miss it. And we're headed to the Valley Beach at Valley Forge Casino. And uh, you're invited because it is open to the public. Yeah, and it's a great time. You just have to be 21 or over. And it's kind of like a happy hour thing. Starts around 6 o'clock. And we have food trucks and booze and tiki bars and sand and pool and, and people the, jumping in. The weather is looking damn good. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. We'll keep an eye on things. But yeah, yeah. Uh, come out and join us for that uh, that fiasco, if you will. But somebody's going to win. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to reveal who our... Um, contestants are uh, in the next couple of days. So uh, that's going on. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break because I've got some entertainment stuff uh, stacked up and ready to go. There's a lot of stuff. Obviously, you heard about Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. And Paul Rubens passed away. There are a few other things that were kind of heavy like that, but we'll get to them in a little bit as well as a stupid question more. Stay with us. Flew out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to give away for the stupid question this morning a family four-pack of tickets uh, with a meal voucher or meal vouchers to the three ice championship game, Uh which is going to be on Saturday, August 12th at the Wells Fargo Center. So here we go with the question. It is a Batman-related question. All right. Which villain actually broke Batman's back? Uh Uh-huh. 215-263. 
WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Which villain broke Batman's back? 215-263-WMMR. We'll mention some birthday while we await your call. Uh, today is the first day of August. It's Tempest Bledsoe's birthday today. Uh, she played Vanessa on The Cosby Show. Vanessa! And then she had a talk show for a while. When yes. Everybody had a talk show at that time. She's a fellow um, uh, sufferer of my skin condition, uh, Vitiligo. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, she is. Okay. And it's a big birthday for her today. She turns 50 years old. There was a mad rush of talk shows. I remember when she had hers. There's like nine other. There's G- Gabrielle Cataris yeah. from uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Ricky yeah. Lake. And, All of them. Yeah, there were there were several of them at that time. So, happy 50th to her. Uh, from the world of music, Joe Elliott of Def Leppard, lead singer of the band, has a birthday. And he turns 64 years old today. And having met the guy a couple times, he's a really nice guy, man. Yeah. Um, I, I love the story of that band. I love how they stuck by each other. Very cool. Yep. But uh, in their height, uh, they were known to have <laughs> gaggles of ladies around them. Is that right? All the time. Yeah. yeah they I, mean, actually, I figured there was par for the course. They actually had underneath their stage, they, they had a, a, a plexiglass area that they would walk on and can see through the stage. And at the bottom, just for them, underneath the stage, <laughs> were strippers. Really? Girls taking their clothes off. I had stuff. no idea. Yeah. yeah. I know that Tony Bennett had a similar thing going on. <laughs> uh, Joe Elliott turns uh, 64 years old today. Uh, also in the world of music, slightly different. Uh, tone than Def Leppard. Adam Duritz, lead singer of Counting Crows, has his birthday today. So sha-la-la-la to you, Mr. Adam Duritz. He turns 59 years old today. He and Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. And, and, and Courtney Cox, Cox, right? Yeah, with part of the cast of, the, of Friends. Mm-hmm. Every time, and I saw, I've seen him in concert a number of times, and it's sort of deflating because there's so many times when you literally have no idea what song they're singing, yeah. even if it's a hit. There's a, uh, <laughs> Steve, I know that you've watched these uh, documentaries on Vice. Yes. But there's a documentary on the Viper Club that he's actually is featured he, in quite a bit. Is he? Because he's I didn't realize he's part of that scene. So he used to hang there uh, as a star of Counting Crows and then go back in like in uh, 10 bar. Oh. Like he just loved no. like being there and he was like 10 bar and he was a full on like rock star at the time. Yeah. I love this song. Turns 59 yeah. years old today. Uh, director Sam Mendez uh, turns a year older. Uh, American Beauty was uh, one of his. I actually watched a good portion of that. Again, recently. Really? It was, just, it was just, you know, I was flipping channels and it was about a quarter of the way in. I'm like, does, ah, I haven't seen this in a long time. Does it hold up? Yeah, it's, it's still odd. As it's hell. a very odd movie. Uh, but, you know, there was some of it that was really good. He directed Skyfall, too. Um, and also Jarhead and Road to Perdition. Uh, he is 58. Now, I've never seen Road to Perdition. Oh, you guys I love it. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. You would really dig it. It's based on a graphic novel and uh, everyone's really good. Jude Law is really good. In it. It's yes. one of the few movies where Tom Hanks is a bad guy. Right. Uh, Donnie Harrison, son of George Harrison and a musician in his own right. Sounds a lot like George, by the way. Very much so. Um, and he's helped organize some things over the years concerning his uh, father's legacy. Uh, he turns 45 <laughs> years old today. You want to have a fun time? Watch the um, Prince uh, uh, While My Car Guitar Gently Weeps video and watch Danny watching Prince because Danny is just in awe of, I think it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, induction ceremony and Prince comes out and, and wails and nails it and Danny's just sitting there and it's like his jaw is dropping watching Prince uh, with the lead guitar. Yeah, he does a ripping solo. He does. That. You're right. Uh, we also have Jason Momoa. Ah. Celebrating his birthday today, Game of Thrones and Aquaman and uh, host of Shark Week. Yeah. He is the host the of promos. Shark Week. It's he's, very funny. It's perfect. He's yeah, he's having a blast with it. So he's a dude. He's first of he's he's a physical specimen, but he can he can bulk up and then. 
I don't know how the hell he does it, you know, but and then gets cut up and like bulks up and gets cut up. It seems like every other month he looks different, right. you know, and his body is just, I guess, adapts to that. So he's 44 today. Uh, we also have Jack O'Connell uh, from Unbroken and Money Monster. Yeah, he's uh, he's God sure. bless him. Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, quite an inspiration. Yeah. He's thirty three years old. There'd be no today. President Steve show without him. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today, Casey's mom Joanne. Oh, really? Yep, Yay! she turns seventy six years old today, and she's a huge GNR fan. Huge GNR fan. But she loves this song, right? She does. Yeah. Mommy. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> So happy birthday to Joanne, uh-huh. who is 76. And then the final birthday today is Pierre Robert's Pierre birthday. Robert! Yes, it is indeed. Uh, it is indeed Pierre's birthday today. So I, I hope Pierre takes his own advice and he always says, buy yourself something yeah, for your birthday. For you. Yeah. yeah. I hope he does as well. So uh, we'll get to chat with the birthday boy coming up uh, as we wrap our program today. So we'll see what uh, frame of mind he is in. Happy birthday, Pierre Robert. All right. We'll see if we can get an answer to the super question. Which villain broke Batman's back? 215-263-WMMR is the number. And our first caller in was Brian. So we'll go to him. Hey, Brian, morning. Morning. All right, Brian, what villain broke Batman's back, please? Is it Bane? It is Bane. You got it, Brian. Hang on. We're going to get your information, and we are going to give you a four-pack of three-day tickets to see Jelly Roll. Bane was a huge fan of Jelly Roll. Absolutely. And, uh, I love Jelly Roll. They're part of the New World Order. And many more artists at Tidal Wave Music Festival, August 11th through the 13th, on the beach in Atlantic City. And Jelly Roll is performing live on Sunday, the 13th. And tickets are on sale now at TidalWaveFest.com. For complete details, you can text JELLY to 39333. <laughs> Text Jelly. Uh, a link to Sarah's recent interview with Jelly Rolls there and another chance to win a pair of three-day tickets as well. So we have a lot of stuff to get to and a lot of stuff that's not very good. It was sad news to see over the weekend that Paul Rubens, of course, the actor known as playing the title, the character Pee Wee Herman, passed away at the age of 70. His death was announced via his official Facebook page on Monday. The announcement read, last night we said farewell to Paul Rubens, an iconic American. American actor, comedian, writer, and producer whose beloved character Pee Wee Herman delighted generations of children and adults with his positivity, whimsy, and belief in the importance of kindness. Now, he himself has a a statement that he wrote that was to be released after he passed. This is wild that he did this, yeah. And it's really, it's sweet. He said, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. Mm. He said, I've always felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters, and I've loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. It's very rare that you hear someone have a uh, a post-death announcement yeah, like yeah. that, and I think it's it was really sweet of him to do that. You know what I mean? It gives us sort of a, a bit of closure to the yeah. fan base. It's it's horrifying on every level and sad, but that's a very uh, graceful way to exit. Yeah. So obviously that statement. So six years he's he's been uh, fighting cancer. I don't know exactly what kind or if that will ever be uh, revealed or not. But uh, it was a private battle that he yeah. wanted to have, and I'm sure some close friends probably knew about it and kept it secret. I, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, he was still doing some work. 
York, though, which is pretty wild. Yep. Uh, the success of Ruben's 1985 movie Pee-wee's Big Adventure led to Pee-wee's Playhouse series, uh, which aired on CBS on Saturday mornings from 1986 to 1991. We have some uh, clips like here's the theme. <laughs> So that's Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. idea that was Sidney Lauper. The first time I saw him was, uh, in this character, was that HBO special. The stage show. The The stage show. The first time I remember seeing him in that character was in Cheech and Chong's next movie. Uh, He plays a a guy that works at the, he's he's a clerk at the hotel and they have an issue with him. Right. And they're going back and forth. And then this crazy road trip happens and they end up in a comedy club and he comes walking out on stage as the Pee Wee character. I'm like, this is a weird dude, you Uh know? Uh huh. Um, and so, what was what was the thing you guys saw him in? So it was it was the stage show. It had been a very popular stage show with the I think it was the Groundlings. Was that a case? Yeah, probably. So yeah. The, the, the comedy troupe that he was with, which included Phil Hartman sure. and a whole bunch of other people who have now gone on to, to great careers. But um, the, the video was hilarious. It was a little more adult in its focus, <clears throat> but I remember you know loving it. And uh, and then that got the rest of his career. Yeah, I did not watch the the show, but case I know. You oh, I did religiously yeah. watch it, right? I was a huge Pee Wee Herman fan. So, yeah, and and it's what's weird is the day before he passed away, my my best friend was down the shore with me this weekend, and he was with me when we went to uh, we went and saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure for my birthday, and we were just talking about that the the day before. But oh. uh, yeah, so um, yeah, this this one hit a little. Hard, I, I, you know, I didn't. Uh, nobody saw this one coming. I was like, man, it's, yeah, and it's not. No you know, clue. Well, so Pee Wee did. You know, he had that uh, the Netflix movie. Well, yeah, Pee Wee's. Uh, what was the name of it? It's. Uh, wait a second, right here. It's Pee Wee's Big Holiday, mm-hmm. and it turns out like uh, Joe Mangan and Mangan Mangan, whatever the hell his name is, Manganiello. Uh, massive fan. He's in the movie, and there were a ton of celebrities that made cameos in this thing, and it was actually very funny. It's very well done. Yeah, but like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, I, th- it, it holds up. Today it, it was it made, works well it, it works yeah, because completely Tim Burton as a director it is a super colorful movie right you got Danny Elfman working you know doing right. the composing and stuff I just I think it really does hold up if you've never given it a, a try give it a try this well time. to be honest yeah. and they, this is the case there would not have been the bat he would not have directed Batman Tim Burton had he not. They saw his directing in this and said he'd be suited for Batman. It was funny. Speaking of Batman, it was funny to see uh, Paul Rubens pop up in some small roles, like mm-hmm. in the second Batman movie, right. as the uh, parents of uh, Cobblepot. Cobblepot. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you remember, he's in a really quick moment in The Blues Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the restaurant, he's the uh, he's the waiter. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it's, he's only got like one line, I think, in the movie. I'm like, that's... Pee Wee Herman, mm-hmm. and so yeah. Well, in a total 180 role, he was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right, yeah, right. He he's Rucker was... Howard's familiar. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is, is basically his Renfield and Mystery Men. Uh, <laughs> oh my spleen, god, wasn't that the name? Yeah, of spleen. Disgusting. And also Blow. Do you guys remember him yeah. in Blow? Yeah, I don't. Uh, him and Bobcat Goldwaiter in a, a scene or two of Blow, where I mean they're essentially just you know these 
cokeheads in the in the eighties in in California. But He's like a gay hairdresser in that one, which is a complete opposite from what Pee Wee was. Yeah. Of course, he faced a bit of a setback in his career when he was arrested for indecent exposure uh, at an adult movie theater in Sarasota, Florida, in 1991. Uh, he was sentenced to three years probation. And in 2004, by the way, yeah, he was sentenced to three years probation for possessing photographs of minors engaged in sexual oh. conduct. I'd forgotten about oh. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, so, he yeah. He was never convicted on any charges, was he? Um, I think so. There was. I don't know. There was. <laughs> well, it says sentenced to three years for pro, uh, or, uh, three years probation for possessing. Was that it? Okay, I was wondering if that. So, and was he convicted on the public indecency for the theater incident? I couldn't tell you exactly yeah. what happened. I, I have a feeling it probably was at the time. Um, despite the incidents, Nick's looking up uh, the information on those. By the way, um, he went on to star in movies like we were saying, Batman Returns, Blow, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Also appeared on television shows such as Thirty Rock, Murphy Brown, Gotham, and Reno Nine One One. Many in Hollywood took to social media to pay tribute to the late actor, including Jimmy Kimmel, Tim Burton, Natasha Lyonne, uh, Amy Sedaris, Lorraine Newman, and Cher, amongst uh, a lot of other people. So. Yeah. It's pretty wild. He had lots of fans. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, 70 years old and uh, battled cancer for a number of years, and uh, no one knew about it. So sad news. <laughs> uh, well, actually, we have a couple. Let me play a couple other clips yeah, while man. we're at it. Yeah, so uh, let's have some. Uh, actually, let's have a clip of him in an interview about creating uh, Pee Wee Herman in the first place. Do we have that case? Yep. All right, here we go. I was in an improvisation group in Los Angeles, The Groundlings, and they focused on character work and developing and creating characters. So he came out of an improv. The thing I like about Pee Wee Herman is that he has very little backstory. He's a character that I believe when you see him, you kind of get who he is. You know, like you don't have to really know very much. He's uh, he's that typical man child yes. uh, type yeah. of character, like SpongeBob. Yes, you know what I mean. I love characters like that if they're done right. If they're not, they're incredibly annoying. But this one was done right. You know what? I don't ever. I don't think I've ever watched uh, a straight interview with him before. Yeah. Of, of, of out of character. So I watched, he did like an hour and a half. It was a um, a retrospective of his career in different movies. And I mean, you would think he was giving a TED talk. But completely different. Straight. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But very informative. Okay. I'd like to dive a little bit deeper into that. Uh, here's a clip from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, a classic one. You're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I? I know, I know you, you are, are, but what, what am I? I? Uh, and then, of course, another <laughs> great line, case down one. Here we go. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a loner, daddy. A rebel. <laughs> and then uh, do the laugh montage, if you would, please. Here we go. <laughs> big adventure when he is at the Alamo oh and the realization God. that that's he's been fed a line of garbage and it eventually overtakes him. His breakdown is hilarious. And it's, it, you know, just a glimpse into who I am at my core. Uh, I went to the Alamo only because Pee Wee Herman went right, to the Alamo. Right. Like, almost like no interest in the history of the Alamo. I just wanted to go where Pee Wee was. <laughs> did you, what did you glean from that visit? That there is no basement in the Alamo. <laughs> There's, There's no, no basement, basement in the Alamo. In the Alamo, so. When, he came, when he came out at the MTV musical or movie, whatever it was, it was and he yeah. just was looked the- at the audience and he's like, 
heard any good jokes that lately. That was a great line. It, it was, was a great line. He, was, he embraced he it. He embraced it head on, controversy. Yep, and that was the place to do it, too, because uh, at that time, the MTV Video Music Awards were huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Van Halen came on right after that. Right he, after. he was like the intro to Van yeah. Halen. Oh, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, so. Huh. All right, uh, sad news, and um, unfortunately, a couple of more deaths to, to mention, too. Uh, Angus Cloud, the actor who played Fezco in the hit show Euphoria, passed away. He was 25 years old. It's very sad. Family released a statement on Monday sharing that he uh, intensely struggled with this lo- the loss of his father, who had died just last week. Yeah. Um, and the statement uh, from the family said, it is with the heaviest heart that we had to say goodbye to an incredible human today. As an artist, a friend, a brother, and a son, Angus was special to all of us in so many ways. Uh, the only cover we have knowing is that uh, Angus is now reunited with his dad, who was his best friend. Angus was open about his battle with mental health, and we hope that his passing can be a reminder to others that they are not alone and should not fight this on their own in silence. I'm assuming he took his own life. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen one or two episodes of Euphoria. It seems very intense to me. Do you guys watch it with any regularity? I watched all of it. I thought it was great. And he has a very pivotal role. In fact, like the final episode was really based around him and his family. Mm. So it'll be interesting how they address this. Sad news at at 25. And then someone much older passed away. Uh, An actress by the name of Inga Swenson died. Control causes. She was on the show. Show Benson. She played the German cook Gretchen Krause. Yes. And she was on that show from 1979 to 1986. Um, she and uh, Lowell Harris, her husband of 70 years, shared that uh, uh, he was by her side. Yeah, they were married for yeah, seven man. years. Uh, around six months after her health began to decline. Uh, Benson was, was a spinoff of the sitcom Soap in which her character, Ingrid, uh, had a multi-episode arc. I'd completely forgotten about that. So yeah. She, she poured it over from there as well. Uh, over the course of more than 150 episodes on Benson, the actress became a household name, revered for her comedic timing, and acknowledged with three Emmy nominations and a Golden Globe nod as well. So she was 90 years old. That's a good run. Yeah. A nice long life. She had two Tony Awards, retired from actor acting in uh, 1998. Uh, Suzanne Summers revealed on Instagram yesterday that her breast cancer has returned. Oh. Following her first diagnosis in 2000, the three's company actress shared a photo of herself with her husband, Alan Hamill, and expressed gratitude for his support through the difficult process. She said, as you know, I had breast cancer two decades ago, and every now and then, it pops up again. And I continue to bat it down. I've used the best alternative and conventional treatments to combat it. Uh, this is not new territory for me. I know how to put on my battle gear, and I'm a fighter, she said. Good for her. Along with uh, thanking fans for their support, Summers expressed how thankful she she is for her husband. She said, Alan has been by my side every step of the way, and I can't even explain how much he has done for me, if it's even possible. We're even closer than ever, she uh, wrote. I remember the show they met on. It was like it was a show. He was the host, and they had um they had women like um there was their panel of celebrity women mm-hmm. and they would do different topics and it would it'd be about you know what they understood about men and what they didn't like about men it was kind of a bitch session about huh. men in general and that and he was the host and she was one of the guests one time and it was clear that they were they were vibing as they say i did not and the know rest that. is decades ago history okay well um hopefully with his support uh, she's going to get through this
All right, here's another uh, little negative story to pass along to you. Zachary Ty Bryan, the actor best known for his role as the eldest son, Brad Taylor, on Tim Allen's Home Improvement, reportedly has been arrested for domestic violence for the second time. TMZ reported that Bryan was arrested on Friday by police in Eugene, Oregon, for felony assault in violation of the Abuse Prevention Act. Uh, the action is used when someone is accused of attacking a person who had previously been granted a restraining order or retaliation to domestic violence. So this idiot so here. is going after somebody who already has a restraining order against him. Do I play the Eugene or not? You can play the Eugene because it's mentioned Eugene. several times in it's this story. It's a domestic violence story, so it was a tough one to call. He previously pleaded guilty in 2021 to two felony counts in a domestic violence case in Oregon. He received a sentence of three years probation, was required to participate in a batterer intervention program. The 2021 charges stem from an incident in Eugene, in which Eugene! the then 39-year-old actor assaulted his 27-year-old girlfriend. He was arrested and booked, charged with harassment, coercion, strangulation, yeah. interference with making a report in second counts of menacing and assault in the fourth degree. Those charges were dismissed in return for his two-count guilty plea. An anonymous police source said they received a call for a report of physical dispute between a male and female at a Eugene residence. Eugene! Uh, Brian was not at the scene when they arrived. They eventually tracked him down and escorted him to jail, where he remained in custody as of on uh, late Sunday afternoon. So Jonathan Taylor Thomas is the good son. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, he was engaged uh, to the woman involved in the 2021 domestic violence mm. incident. It is not clear if the same person was involved this time or not. I'm guessing maybe so. But Dude, when I you're strangling someone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Strangling? Yeah. Uh, so that dude has got some issues and he better get them worked out. Toot sweet, or he's gonna. His yeah. life is gonna suck from here on out. So, and dude, get it together. Stop it. Quit being an a hole. Uh, all right, here's a local story. Yeah, uh, not Steve, Eugene. Steve right? said this to me. Not in yeah. Eugene. No, this was in Sea Isle. Yeah. Bob Kelly of Fox 29 is recovering after being assaulted during an event at uh, the Jersey Shore on Sunday. Bob Kelly, nicest yeah. guy around. He was emceeing a party at Orhouse Pub in Seattle City when a young man filmed himself pouring beer on Kelly's shoulder and head, according to sources with knowledge of the incident. When Kelly reacted and attempted to swat away the beer, sources say the man filming... Punched him in the face. That's flat out assault. Just pouring the beer would be assault, but punching him in the face? Yep. Uh, Kelly was taken to Cape Regional Medical Center, but did not suffer any serious injuries. He's usually off on Mondays during the summer, but sources said that Kelly uh, was expected to be back on Good Day Philadelphia today. Yeah. I doubt he'll touch on it, but you never know. Uh, CL City Police have not released any information about the incident. Sources say the man was apprehended by the pub's bouncers and later arrested, but CL City Police did not confirm the arrest. No information about the suspect hmm. has been released. So it looks just, like he did bring it up on... Uh, so he he posted on Instagram an hour ago, okay. uh, and he was on with uh, Thomas, and I think that's Karen Hep. and it uh, looks like they kind of brought it up because he says, Bob says in his Instagram post, thank you for all the messages, texts, phone calls, and concerns, uh, and he was live from uh, Margate this morning. Okay. All right. Well, that 
Or was he just trying to get some kind of viral, so, yeah, viral yeah. video? You know, so there's loads of a holes out mm-hmm. there. That happened to Cardi B over the weekend in uh, Vegas. Cardi somebody, B? Somebody no, that threw, she's basically uh, Bob Kelly. You know, the same thing. Somebody threw a drink on her and she chucked her microphone at the person because wow. it's just like a reaction. Somebody sure. throws something at you, you're going to hit back. Oh, yeah. And now they're charged, they might charge her with assault. Yeah. There's a defensive, deflective, yeah. uh, automatic, mm. you know, thing that happens if somebody's pouring something on you. So, yeah. Well, hopefully Bob's doing okay. Looks like he's doing fine, but yeah. it sucks. That, I wonder that, if, if Cardi B will reach out. He had to go through that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, well, they have something now. in common now. Mm-hmm. So, um, Oscar-winning actor Judy Dench says that a degenerative eye condition has left her unable to read scripts or see on set. Oh, oh man. Dench, who is 88, said it's hard to learn lines with her conditions. He said, I mean, I can't see on a film set anymore, and I can't see to read, so I can't see seem much, but you know you just deal with it. Get on. It's difficult for me if I have any length of a part. I haven't yet found a way because I have so many friends who will teach me the script, but I have a photographic memory. Uh, Dench uh, revealed in 2012 that she had been diagnosed uh, with the eye condition called age-related macular degeneration or AMD. Uh, Despite these difficulties, she said that she will try to work as much as she can. Earlier this year, she told the Graham Norton show that uh, learning lines had become impossible. She said normally somebody could just teach you the lines and goodness knows that's happened before. Uh, But now I've just that I have a photographic memory. Her memory is so impressive that she said she is able to recite the whole of William Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Wow. Uh, she tries to live each day to the full. I can't even recite my phone number. She said, I have an irrational fear of boredom, and that's why I now have this tattoo that says Carpe Diem. Uh, no regrets. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should live by. Uh, you know what I found out recently? Listen to a couple of interviews. Uh, uh, there's a YouTube channel I watch. It's Michael Rosenbaum, I think it is. He used to play Lex Luthor on Smallville, and he was talking to a number of different actors, and apparently they call it the assist. Preston, they will wear a, you know, how small these hearing aids and transmitters are now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Discreetly wear it, and they will be fed lines from from off, you know, camera. Okay. And some opt to do it. Some say it helps improve their performance, uh, especially if they have long, um, you know, line reads or whatever. But to me, and, and... it was brought up. Is that distracting? Are you, you know, to stop yourself from sort of robotically repeating what you're hearing in your ear? Right. You know, is it hard to act that as you're hearing it? But that's the thing. I didn't realize how prevalent it was, but no. it is apparently. I had no idea. Interesting. Hey, every year, the Just for Laughs Montreal Festival hosts an award show that honors some of the most prominent names in comedy. And this year, the stand-up comedian of the year is none other than our buddy Bert Kreischer. Hey! 
So he won it. Congratulations yeah. with the movie and all that. It's been a big year for him. It is a huge year for him. Yeah. Have you have you seen the movie press that I watched? No, I've yeah. not seen it. I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. So how is it? What did you think of his acting? He's actually really good. Right? He's like, really good. And there are parts where he's really acting. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's... Um, there are like some emotional moments. Emotional like, where moments. Where he gets like choked up and stuff. And I'm like, wow. Like his daughter's pissed at him. And uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And, and it's... He... The script actually beats him up yeah. a lot. There, you know? I, I, well, so now that I know that you've seen it, I, I got to talk to you offline about this because yeah. there were some moments that I would just laugh out loud like, okay, I did not see that coming <laughs> moments. Really, really good stuff. I was watching a video of him yesterday on uh, Instagram. It was him interviewing Rob Lowe, and they were talking about the <laughs> 1980s and yeah. cocaine use and all the stuff and how <laughs> the ATMs were uh, unbelievable to cocaine users because you could get uh, hookers and drugs at any time of the night now that you had access to that cash. And he was talking about how uh, Charlie Sheen took it to a whole new level. He was the first one to embrace that technology. Oh, the ATM? And he start, Kreischer starts laughing so hard that he farted <laughs> while he was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> And in typical Burt reaction, uh, you yeah. just can't help but die laughing at how much it cracked <laughs> oh, up. Oh, I gotta Bert. hear that. He's just wonderful. Oh, and also <laughs> at the Montreal Festival at the Just for Laughs, um, Quinta Brunson. Yes. One comedy person of the year. <laughs> Philly native. She deserves it. Isn't that great? I, I bet you she will win an Emmy for her SNL appearance. Oh, yeah? She oh, was yeah. terrific. Nice. The one in the in traffic. In traffic. That it's alone. So good. Hilarious. So congratulations, our buddy Bert, and maybe our future buddy Quinta Brunson as well at the Just for Last Comedy Festival in Montreal. It's great to watch these people become very successful, and then of course forget us. Disappear. Not Bert. Not Bert. No, no Bert. No Bert. Bert, Bert points it out. He's like, who who doesn't call you anymore? Uh huh. Yeah. He started rattling off. Right, right, He's right. Like, How about me? I still call you. No, so. Bert's loyal. Love that guy. More than anything in the world. (laughs) All right, so a couple other quick things. Uh, According to the Hollywood Reporter, the trailer for the second season of Loki dropped yesterday. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Owen Wilson, Kihi Kwan, and Jonathan Majors all star in the second season of the Marvel Studios live action series. I love seeing Kihi Kwan in the trailer. He's this is the rebirth of his career. Very excited. Uh, so Majors, who was arrested on domestic violence charges in January, is said to appear in half of the season's episode as Victor Timely, a key antagonist, according to the outlet. Uh, the second season of Loki will be available to stream on Disney Plus, and that will be out on October 6th. May I be candid here, Preston? Please. First season, I'm not a big fan. Okay. I thought it was too convoluted. Uh, to, his character... Uh, they really just sort of strangled the life out of him in, in, in that season. I didn't like. I thought it was too jumbled, and um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of this uh, this deal. They got confusing. I, to me. I yeah. want Loki to be Loki, yeah. and uh, he's less Loki and more a victim. I also feel like I, I was I was hoping for more cinematic like panache panache of all of these shows, well, and they all come off as TV shows to me. Well, they do. Yeah, and and budget. Wise, they're slitting a lot of money, mm-hmm. and they're all using this thing called the volume, which is this you know effects wall, and it all it all looks too um, too fake. Anybody else watch Secret Invasion? Yeah, I yeah. was kind of disappointed with yeah. how it went. I thought the first half of it was pretty compelling and great, and then uh, it, yeah, it petered out, and I did not enjoy the end of it 
I'll, Steve, I disagree with you. I really like Loki a lot. Yeah. And I liked how it ended, and I think it sort of set up uh, where the Marvel Universe is going. It is confusing, um, but I, I I think he's terrific. I like Tom Hiddleston a lot. He's great. Yeah, and I know a lot of people did. I, I absolutely did not. I, I was, I was, I just did not like it. All right. And then the last bit of info, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Kevin Spacey may be returning to the big screen sooner than expected. Yeah, we were talking about this. The House of Cards actor will uh, was cast in the thriller Control in 2022, and the film's sales agent told the outlet that they would uh, like to have the film in cinemas in December. This comes after he was cleared of nine sexual assault charges in London on uh, just last week on the 26th. And is he so. signed on to play Judy Dench, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Seen the blind side can't too. see oh, yeah. anymore, so yeah. All right, now we're ready for the clips. Nicolas Cage is back in the new thriller, Sympathy for the Devil. And in this clip, cinematographer uh, Stephen Holleran talks about Cage's chemistry with co-star Joel Kinnaman. Here we go. I just remember sitting across from Nick and he's delivering one of his first monologues to Joel. And I'm just on the receiving end of it on the other side of camera. And it was it was something special coming through through the lens, and I could feel it, and I could see everybody else on set feeling it too. People like stiffened up a little bit. I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> Sympathy for the Devil is in theaters now. They got the cinematographer. Yeah. Matt and I watched it last night. It's really good, is and it? it's Nick Cage at his greatest. Yeah. And then the next clip. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles return this week in TMNT Mutant Mayhem. And here, director Jeff Rowe talks about casting Jackie Chan as uh. the voice of Splinter. Before we had cast Jackie Chan, we're like, the action in this needs to be funny and it needs to be like legitimately compelling. And uh, we should do it like a Jackie Chan action choreography because no one's ever been funnier and no one has better timing or, or, or rhythm. And then uh, when we were talking about casting Splinter and we got the opportunity, we're like, this would be perfect. His spirit is in the film already. I don't <laughs> give a f- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, comes to theaters tomorrow, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Right, opening on a Wednesday. And there you go. That is what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning. Hey, uh, Casey wanted me to remind you of this. It's Tattoos Day. Hey. Your chance to win a President Steve show. <laughs> <laughs> Theme tattoo. Hey. Uh, and it is from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. It's $350 gift certificate. All you need to do is text the word tattoo to 39333. You'll be in the running for it. That's it. You want to check out their work? Simple. They're on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. You can go to floatingworldtattoos.com or swing into their location at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. We will take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. We got lots to get to today, so hang out. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Well, we had an injury over the weekend. Somebody had to go to urgent care. Yeah. You know, we should probably keep a tally of how often. (laughs) It doesn't have that crazy. I guess the last one was me rolling my ankle. It was the last really (laughs) stupid thing that happened. And then uh, then we'll reveal this story. Yeah. There's a lot of... A lot of bizarre injuries. Mm-hmm. Our new digital program director, Rachel Pitts, down the hallway is prone to falling. And so Greg made her a sign. It oh says God. like 10 days since the last incident. Okay. Just All right. hanging incident, up. So, incident report. Yes, mm-hmm. we'll need one of All those. Right. Well, this one falls to the gentleman to my right, Casey Boy. 
had a had a had a moment over I, the weekend. I, I really wish I had a good story for you guys. Um, I, I do not. Uh, the story sucks. Uh, but uh, I but it was a first for a couple of things for me. Right. Um. So I, I cut my uh, my finger. Uh, Hold it up there with a. I have a. <sighs> no, you, right now you have a cast. On. I have a bandaid. <laughs> on a cast. Yeah, I actually I thought about coming in in a wheelchair and an yeah. embrace. Right, like, yeah, what yeah. happened? I'm gonna oh. sue. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I cut my finger. I got two whole stitches. Uh, two. I, two. Yeah. I know. All right. So uh, I don't want to prolong the story any longer than it needs to be. But I had a a number and a chip on my bicycle that was left over from the Ben to the Shore bike tour. Okay. Right. I was getting ready to go out for a bike ride on Saturday afternoon, and I was like, "Oh, let me let me cut this number off of my bike." Uh, we didn't have any scissors in the house, so I grabbed a box cutter. Uh, the old box the cutter. Old cobalt box cutter. Yeah, and that that's uh, that's always at least that's the flashpoint for a number of finger injuries. The old box cutter. Now, uh, the mistake I made was uh, last week when I put my number on the bike. I made I put that little. Uh, twist tie, whatever those things are called, uh, yeah. zip ties. Zip ties. I put it on there too tight, and I, I I got the box cutter in there, and I I I pull it, and I and I and I cut the, the the tie, and I pulled it with such force that I hit my hand. My I was cutting with my right hand, and my left hand was just kind of dangling, doing nothing. Yeah, and I the way hit, it does, and I hit it with such force. That I knew that I had done damage. I'm like, God damn it, man. And I uh-huh. immediately ran to the sink and I, you know, I washed it off and, and I didn't even look at it because I knew I hit it so hard that I, that I was going to need stitches. I knew it. I now, just knew it. When they medevaced you out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's expensive, man. How bad was yeah. your bleeding? Uh, it just. Um, like how many band aids had you been through? Uh, uh, no band aids no at that band-aids point. No band aids at that point. But almost a half of a roll of, no, 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 a half of a, a ply of, of, so time is critical. Yeah, time, time is, is very, critical. Very half a ply. You were about to code. Paper towels. I yeah. was about to code. No, listen. It wasn't gushing, but the blood was coming out. No, listen, and it wasn't stopping. It sucks. I. You know what? Save. Well, no, I can't say that. I've never had classic stitches. I've had glue. Yeah. Right when I had my surgery. Does that count? I've never had stitch uh, no, stitches. No, so and and I don't count it either because I, I never had stitches unless I had st- stitches uh, when I got a vasectomy, right? Um, and then I think I had stitches in my mouth for uh, when I got a my vasectomy, wisdom, <laughs> my wisdom teeth. You don't count this incident? Well, no, 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 no. no, no, no. He's Prior saying, to this gotcha, incident, gotcha. I I don't count. I never had stitches, right? You know, and so. I, I'm like, I don't even know. And, and so eventually when I looked at the cut on my finger, uh, I didn't cut straight down. I cut on an angle. So I had a giant right. flap of skin, mm. you know, just flat. And I'm looking uh, at if it. Kathy was here. Yeah, I know. She'd be turning white. I yeah. know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, listen, this is really bad. But, but I don't so know. Cool. I don't know if it's deep enough to get stitches. But I went to urgent care anyway because I haven't had a tetanus shot in years. No, no that's smart. Good and, smart. And so my wife is like, when was the last time you had tetanus? And I was like, uh, she's like, has it been 10 years? And when I'm was like, the last time you had a vasectomy? Uh, just one time, yeah, okay. like uh, like 13 years ago or something like that. <laughs> um, but I, I was like, I don't remember ever having a tetanus shot. So You, I, you that, raise a, a good point. What, what, 
is there what is five the, years? Five years. Five, and I found that out at Urgent Care. Huh. And, uh, and well, very, very smart of you. Yeah. So I went there, and I and I wasn't even going to go. And my wife's like, "Well, you know, what do you get if you don't get a tetanus shot? I, I have no idea. You get a car. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what what yeah. happens if you don't. It, you know, if you get is tetanus. Can, a, you, uh, can you end up with lockjaw? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That was always the thing I heard. Yeah. Lockjaw. She's right. like, "Do you want lockjaw? I'm like, "I do not want no, lockjaw. I don't think I need it." Apparently, I have it right now. And I don't know how long it takes for in order for Lockjaw to come. And, and I don't know what else happens if you uh, if right. you don't get a tetanus shot. Casey, tell John what he wants. You want a case of brewery. I think I have Lockjaw. Yeah. All right. So there's, it says here in the description, an infection caused by bacteria called the Clostridium tetani. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, wine. What do you win? Yeah. And so they, so lockjaw is the most common. I wonder if there are any peripheral things that occur. It says it produces a toxin that causes painful muscle contractions. Another name for uh, tetanus is lockjaw. Yeah. It often causes a person neck and jaw muscles to lock, making it hard to open uh, the mouth or swallow. So, I think it is off. Yeah, right? <laughs> I remember I had to get a tetanus shot when my friend started having babies. I don't know the connection, but tetanus is required to see newborn children. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, interesting. I, I, I just remember getting text messages that were like, Didn't know that. Can I come over? Yeah. Do I you had have to get shot? anal bleaching when my friends adopted a kitten. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. Casey cut his finger. He got two whole stitches, by the yeah. way. But those count. The other stitches were because of procedures that were being done. This is from an injury. So the point is, Casey never in his life has ever had stitches before. So this is a, a momentous occasion for this gentleman. Yeah. Uh, I, you've I think, joined a club. You've yes. joined a certain club. You know, in the stitch club. However, Casey. Casey has never had a broken bone either. No, so no, no, never... I have. Oh, I thought... I've only had broken bones. I've oh, broken... Oh, you, you didn't break bones. I've never had a broken bone. You've never okay. had a broken bone? Well, no, I, I think my, you know, my incredible dodgeball injury, which is a bent <laughs> finger, that's not broken. So, uh, no, I've never had a broken bone. And okay. I have a friend who has never thrown up. They have a friend who's never vomited. Never I find vomited. that extraordinarily Other hard than to believe. As a baby? Maybe as a baby spitting up. Yeah. You know what I mean? As, and as they a, all do. Uh, yeah. So from the time where he, he started having memories okay. until the present, he, he has can, never thrown he, up. To the never, best of his knowledge. He can never recall ever having vomited. All right. So His lie makes me want to puke. I wonder if there's anybody <laughs> listening who has never vomited in never their lives. Never vomited. Two one five two six three WMMR. So I've had stitches a few times, um, uh, and w- one of the things that I found most unsettling and painful about getting the stitches because each time it happened uh, was when they have to numb the area. Oh, that was the worst part. So they they stick a needle directly into the wound. I have to stand correct. And it sucks. Could be I, I had or do oral stitches count? Uh, if it was a procedure, no. He's saying just as if from an injury. From an oh, injury. Okay. Something that's going to leave a scar. Right. You know? right. Yeah, okay. now you're going to have a scar. Yeah. yeah. Six stick scars. Like Indiana yeah. Jones. Six stick yeah. scars. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, but, um, you know, it, it. Got that from a box cutter. When they, uh, like, so Carter, my son, we were down at the shore and we were at a friend's house and he was a kid and he was jumping in the pool and he was spinning around while he was doing. He came around, and he knocked his lower, he, uh, on the side of the pool while jumping in, he knocked his, uh, his lower lip. Uh, his teeth actually went through no! below the lip, like in this uh, kind of in between your chin and, and lip area. Yeah. And we had to take him to the hospital and uh, get him 
stitches, and you know they still got the scar there. But when we went, uh, they were they were numbing up the area, and they used this uh, it, you know a, a, a cotton swab that was supposed to numb the area up. And uh, I don't think it numbed it up because he oh. was in pain. But by the time they numb you up to give you stitches, when they begin that sewing thing, you don't feel a damn thing. Like you can you sit feel there tugging. That's yeah, it. you feel tugging. Is that it really? There's yeah. no pain uh, uh, at yeah. all. Like you cannot feel it. So, but I think what they do is they start with kind of like a topical, and then they do the the needle, mm-hmm. and then it's dead, and then they can uh, sew it up. But I think Carter, I don't think they ever got it fully numb because while they were doing the stitches, he was screaming his head off. Wow! Um, In all these years, hard to watch, and they actually had to bind him. Ah. They had to bind him up. They had to put he, him in he was what, flailing? what they call the papoose. Yeah. Uh, because so he? he couldn't move. Carter was probably six or seven or something. Why like didn't that. they stop and wait for it to him to grow up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're 18 now. I think you can it handle was, this. It was Kate Mary Angel. Uh, well, I mean, I was at the urgent care in Rio on Rio Grande Avenue, but. Yeah. Uh, you think uh, with all the stitches that they could have worked out a system that would be similar to like a, like a sewing machine where they could, <laughs> right? <laughs> At this point, yeah. It was, it was wild, yeah, because that the numbing agent, that was the part that hurt, I think, the most. And then I just felt tugging after okay. that. I'm that actually surprised, uh, commenting off of what Steve was saying earlier, that with something that's only two-stitch size, uh-huh. yeah. why wouldn't they just glue that Just out? glue it. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Well, I was wondering the that's same thing because it was, it was a flap yeah. as well. You know what? Really hurts is my arm where I got the tetanus shot on on Saturday. It still hurts today. Like it's it's really sore. Need to be medevaced out. I think so. I think so. Can you guys get me on a gurney? There's a helipad right down the street. What are you here for? My shoulder's sore. Get out of here. Um, It's interesting, and and uh, yeah, cases uh, kind of hit a rite of passage with the fact that he now has stitches. Do you feel like you're in like a little club now? A little bit. Yeah, I'm because believe it or not. Like uh, the idea of open wounds and stitching kind of like bugs me out a little bit, uh, but now that I'm part of the club, you're cool. Listen, I'm cool. when Snitches I was get stitches, but when I was a kid, like I, I would take toilet paper and wrap it uh. around my arm and pretend like I had a cast, uh-huh. like I do. And same thing with scars. You know, like take like a marker and draw oh, yeah. like scars and things like that. Oh, I used to get my stitches. I knew a kid who, whatever reason I wanted, yeah. desperately wanted an arm cast. Yeah. Desperately wanted a cast, and eventually got it. Broke his arm, uh, but I'm like, and he was like, he was thrilled. He wanted. I guess it was comes. People were signing it in school. Yeah, so another yeah. kid had a broken cast, you get some broken leg, Absolutely. and that was part of it. Yeah, you get to miss some school. Yes, and and then they introduced the colors, so you yeah. get like a purple one. Generally, there's some ice cream involved. Yeah, I had stitches once. I was maybe five or. six six years old, maybe a little older, doing flips on my parents' bed, tumbling. I think I was home alone. I oh, flipped no. and went right into the corner of their nightstand, oh. and it was, like, right in my forehead. How many stitches? And when you're doing something cosmetically on the face yeah. at that time, so w- w- what did they do? I don't remember. I was okay. too young, but I don't know. It's fine, and I don't have a scar from it. Oh, I, no, there's a deep one. I can see it. I do have a tiny <laughs> scar, though, above my lip. Nick, I was at Camp Takwa, and we were packing up for the weekend, or packing up to go home, and I I had a hairdryer on a shelf, and I decided it was a really good idea to just pull the cord so that it would come down because oh, I'm geez. short and I didn't have a way up. And the hairdryer fell right onto my mouth. I 
probably should have gone and gotten stitches, but instead I didn't tell anybody. I just sat alone for a couple hours, like blotting it. Right now, I had I had stitches on my forehead. I still have a scar here. I was only like five or six. Oh. Years old. Point I think point I was five. Um, it's yeah, it's yeah, right here. I can't quite see it. Uh, hang on. No, I don't really wow. see it. Casey, yeah. he, he wants you to kiss it <laughs> to make it better. Can you kiss my boo-boo? <laughs> um, I was, uh, I was a kid and I, I uh, was, <laughs> thanks, man. All right, now give him a handy. He just did. Uh, <laughs> my balls are fine. I was in a department store and I tripped and fell and, and hit the corner of a display counter Ooh. and it split open and that was my first ever experience with, uh, with is, stitches. Is, is there a different, I assume there's a different protocol when you're dealing with the cosmetic nature of someone's face, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't would, know. would they Maybe. favor glue instead of I would hope so. Right? Less scarring. Yeah. Uh, my son had a, uh, when he was younger, he would walk around with his hands in his pockets all the time. And he was walking up the steps with his hands in his pockets. And he tripped and fell and smashed his chin and split it open. That's what you get for being cool. That's, yeah. Well, he was like Fonzie. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, uh, he, you know, I had to take him to get stitches and press. He So he cried initially when it happened. Mm-hmm. We cleaned it out in the sink. And then once we kind of cleaned it out, he he didn't shed one other tear. I brought him into the emergency room. He was like two, two and a half years old. So cute. Little trooper. Seriously, big time trooper. And like, I had a hard time watching them put the numbing agent, you know, right. into his chin. But yeah, he took it like a champ. Nick, when you broke your clavicle. Yeah, uh, your collarbone. Uh, did they do surgery on that? Yes. So you, I'm sure you have a scar from that, right? The surgery was more painful than the break. Okay. So yeah, oh, I still. Geez. It was that left, would count, I would think. My no. left uh, clavicle, and uh, and so they had to put in a plate. There, are, there's a plate and, and six screws. Uh, but the surgery sucked. It was awful, and and the recovery after that was a, a giant pain. I wonder if you're our most injured cast member. Oh, You'd have no. to be, yeah, because you had surgery on your Achilles too, right? No, that was a cast. Uh, I broke my ankle. I fell down a mountain. I broke <laughs> my you busted your up your face. Busted up my face. I, yeah, I bruised my orbital bone. <laughs> Wait, this isn't about me, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not all of us. No. I'm just by the way, yeah. Nick was never once medevaced out, but Casey was for his finger. Yeah. yeah. I, I broke both my wrists. I broke a, another bone in my hand. Uh-huh. I've had stitches on my... Uh, uh, Wait, we're I, counting on, them on off. My, yeah. On my brow, I've had stitches on my uh, arm. Uh, Best act three. Vasectomy. Emergency vasectomy. Hyalinidal cyst uh, uh, lancing. MRSA. Anyone else have uh, uh, appendectomy? Not no. Yet. I had that, yeah. That's Prostate just, cancer for me. Way to yeah. go. Uh, when you get these stitches out, Casey, um, that part of it is actually kind of a cool feeling. I'm going to do it myself, by the way. All right, then. Yeah. I don't want to have to pay 25 bucks. You see. Oh, you and my dad. Well, would get along yeah. Backwards. Well, here's the deal. I, by the way, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I found out that I say, here's the deal all the time. And so now whenever I say it, I'm like, God did, damn it. Did I the listener bring it to your attention? No, my wife okay. did. Right. God bless her soul. Um, <laughs> you know but, what I hate about you? <laughs> uh, when, I, when I had my cat fixed, uh, I took her stitches out. I'm like, if I could, if the cat let me take her stitches out, I could take my stitches out. <laughs> the cat let you? Yes. Since he was <laughs> licking the cat's ass clean, he figured, why not? Hey, listen, this is a female cat who uh, the stitches were on her belly she let me lay her on her back and take stitches out of her belly yes do you remember where you buried her yes (laughs) i'm gonna go to some calls uh we're gonna start though with the tetanus thing all right uh because nicole actually a couple of people have this comment but i'll go to nicole because she was in first hi uh nicole good morning Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you so much. So Marissa had said that she found out that in order to hold, I guess, or be in company with newborns, you need to have uh, you need to be current with your your tetanus uh, vaccination. 
So it's actually not the tetanus part, but the vaccine has three parts to it. It um, vaccinates you against tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis. So pertussis is also whooping cough, so RSV, and that's like deadly to infants and okay. newborns. All right. That so, makes sense. Each- so it's just a package part of the quote-unquote tetanus shot yeah. that you get. So with each pregnancy, like a new a mother has to get it to vaccinate the child. Okay. So like family and friends just need one within five years. That's All why right. the worst gift you can give a newborn is a bag of rusty nails. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah. All right, thank you for clarification, Nicole. Appreciate it. That makes sense then. All right, see ya. Uh, let me go to all right. Now we got the injury calls coming in. Let me go to Justin. <laughs> Hi, Justin. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it. Good morning to see you. What's up, bud? <laughs> so uh, Saturday afternoon around two twenty eight p.m., my wife was trying to slice onions with her new. Mandolin slicer. Oh my God, those things scare me, man. What, what, what is a mandolin yeah, slicer? Uh, Steve, do you remember the old commercial? It makes uh, fabulous Julianne. Julian Price. Price. Slices. Yeah. Slices. It's it's essentially like a a slate that has a uh, a razor on it. Okay, and you you hold oh. the you know like your onion, you go like that, and it slices. It's not an instrument. That's a mandolin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, so uh, she uh, decided she was going to use it without the little hand guard that it comes uh, with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, she was slicing, slicing, and all of a sudden she just sliced, and it, like, went right through the nail and right through, like, the side of her finger. Oh, man. And, like, uh, she, like, comes running upstairs, just, like, blood squirting everywhere. It was terrible. You know what? So, so Justin, I don't mind, like, the, like if, I, if, I, if I cut, like, I cut my chin with a piece of plastic the other day, you know, and that, that's fine. I don't mind, you know, catching skin or whatever. Okay, I, I have the injury. Uh, it's fine. The one thing I can't stand is if I catch, like, a razor on my fingernail. Mm. I don't know. For some reason, it's that sensation mm. that really, it, it makes me queasy. Justin, did she need stitches? The, the weird part is, like, they didn't stitch it. They just kind of, like, put these things called steri strips on it and, they, like, bandaged it up. They're like, all right, see you later. Steri strips? Yeah, they're like these little adhesive bandages that, like, become, like, fake skin, I think. Okay. I've not heard of them. Interesting. Uh, but I want to get them because they sound but cool. The worst, the worst part is I came home later and I found a piece of the finger in the eye. Oh, oh man. Oh. How does it taste? Oh, Jesus. All right. The mandolin. I got it. Yeah. She was cutting onions. All right. Thank thank you, Justin. Appreciate it, man. Those mandolins give you, like, kitchen confidence, though. You're like, oh, I can cut it one more time. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe one more time. And you get really, really close to it. Mm -hmm. I'd rather use a knife. Uh, Let me go. All right. We're going to go up in stitch count. All right. Bit by bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll go next to Mario. Mario, good morning. That's a Michelin tire, model XGV, 75R, 14-inch rail. <laughs> wow. Well done. Very uh, good. Identical. Well wow. done, Mario. Right, Are you up, sure? Uh, how could you be so sure? <laughs> 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 All right, so listen up. I've been slicing dice throughout my life. I've had what some have referred to as a rough paper out, as you will. Right. Uh, I'm in the trade, so I've had nails and all kinds of stuff go through my hands. Uh, my hand got bit up by a table saw, and I had about 70 stitches to put my thumb back on. Jeez. But what I'm calling about was my dog accidentally bit me in my lip. Like, I'm, I set the scene for you. It's Friday. I'm bending over the dog trying to get a, uh, like, a, I think I feel a tick on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she's on the floor next to the arm of the chair, so I'm bending over, feeling her belly, and I'm like, yo, babe, can you get the tweezers? 
so I can, uh, you know, get this thing off. But she realized that something was going on, so she, like, flailed to get up. And in the process, her tooth, like, slid against my lip because I was bent over. Just a freak accident. Just, she yeah, just, yeah, it yep. totally was. She wasn't aggressive at all. Yep. And next thing you know, so I have this gash in my lip. I go to the, I have a, you know, I have a beard and a full mustache and everything. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom to realize, I, damn it, I need to go to the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I get to the hospital, and the guy's like, all right, so I'm guessing that you want the stitches, but you don't want me to shave your stash. I was like, well, if you could help it, please don't. So he gives me this gauze with lidocaine. He goes, oh, yeah, hold this on your lip. So I hold it on my lip, but all of the lidocaine or whatever is on this piece of gauze is running down my mustache onto my bottom lip, which there is not a problem there. So this dude goes to start putting stitches in. I took four stitches in my lip and one on the inside of my lip with no no numbing whatsoever. No numbing whatsoever. So what did that feel like? Um, it it was sharp. It was sharp. <laughs> it made me feel like a man. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what. Meanwhile, your bottom lip is completely numb and <laughs> no. you can't tell the guy. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> exactly. I felt like I felt like Bill Cosby. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a it was a terrible situation, and I would suggest that if anybody gets a uh, injury in and around their facial, you know, their area, they have a beard, shave uh, it, shave it off. Don't risk it. Thanks, Mario. I think yep. that sounds similar to with with Carter and, and his lip area. I just think that the lidocaine didn't get didn't work where it was supposed to, mm. and he felt every bit of it, which was horrible to watch your kid going through that. Mm. All right, so that was four stitches. Uh, let's go wow. next to oh my god, these she are they're uh, fast and furiously. Yeah. All right, we we'll got go. some contenders here. Yeah, we'll go to Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. You raise me up. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You raise me up. All right. <laughs> What's up, Stephen? <laughs> Uh, when I was uh, when I was a teenager, I was working at a summer camp up in North Jersey, and uh, had me working on a log splitter to make firewood. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a little I got a little too confident on that machine, and uh, accidentally took off the tip of my left middle finger. Oh. Um, and uh, when I went to the hospital, they gave me fifteen stitches to put my finger back together. Wow. Fifteen stitches on your finger. So how how is it sliced? Was it? Sir- um, it was more of it, it was more of a like a like a it got squished right Ugh. because the, the backboard of the log splitter that keeps the logs from flying off yeah was being my finger got stuck between a log and that uh, so uh, it was uh. more of like a dull rip than it was a slice Ew. dude. Yeah, man. It's horrible. So was it? Was it? Now I hate it. I hate when people say this, but was it just hanging on? Was it hanging on by skin, and that it was, was it? Not hanging on. It was. It was. It was in the log splitter. And when I took my hand away, I thought I just pinched my finger. Mm-hmm. But then when I yeah. looked at my hand, I saw like a solid inch of my bone. Oh, oh my god. You were like Wolverine. Oh my God! I can't even. No, that's that when that that's when you have lost me all the way. Is when when bone is visible. Yeah. Forget you're it. You're on your own. Yeah. It was it was not fun. Hey guys, have a great flight. Oh, thank you, Steve. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's see. Next, we'll go to Mike and see what kind of story he's got. Hi, Mike. Hey, big brown Guatemala nipples. Get Getting sucked on, on by all sorts of pipples. Hi, Mike. Hi, right, Mike. What's up, buddy? So I've been iron working for about 30 years, and uh, 
uh, one Monday morning, I was uh, training an apprentice, showing him how to tack um, steel. So I said, I'm going to hold this piece of steel, and I need you to tack it on the top and the bottom. And he was a young kid. He was excited to start. And so he took the MIG gun, and he shot the MIG wire through my glove, through my finger, and it arced. And... It um, caused a mini explosion in my uh, oh, oh, hand. Oh my so, God! What? Yeah. So how did this happen again? So the the wire went through your hand, and it was was it active? Yes, and it arced, and when it went through my hand, it hit the steel and arced. Oh. So better yet, he pulled it back, and then he shot me again oh, with it. Come on! on. <laughs> You're fired! You're so he hit me twice with it. Oh, my God. You're like, you no are so fired! <laughs> All right, when it, when it I, arced, we're talking about an electric shock, Mike? Yeah, oh, yeah. And and it, it was <sighs> the most painful thing I've ever... I had broken ribs, and it didn't even compare to that. So oh what happens? God. Did you pass out from so, the pain? What, what, no. So, so I stepped back, and I was such in shock. I was, like, walking in in circles going, why would? Why did you do that? Why did you do that? That's what I kept on saying to him. Why did you do that to me? I want ice cream. So I... My... The... My uh, my foreman ran over and he's like, Mike, let me look at your hand. And he's like, Yeah, you're gonna have to go to the hospital. Oh my god! Why don't we take a five minute break? <laughs> the, not not only did he cause an explosion in my hand, the MIG wire broke off inside of it. Mm -hmm. So I had to have emergency surgery like oh. right away. Okay. So I went to work. I went to work Monday and didn't come home till like Thursday night. How many stitches did you end up with? I had 37 stitches on the bottom, and on the top, I had 16. So, okay. So, I mean, so you were all Frankensteined up. Oh, oh it, it was like the gnarliest thing. Like, the Dude. meat was just hanging. I sent Nick pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, can't wait. Uh, <laughs> you, you can see the meat hanging out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, uh, I'll forward it to the whole staff. Mike, yeah. question. Um, did, you, did you get full motion and feeling back in your hand after all the surgery and everything? It, it took three months for me to get feeling back in my finger. Wow. Well, thank God yeah. you got it back. Yeah. Especially if that was your yeah. pleasure and, in hand. And, and, like, and like I said, the, the, I, I wasn't mad. I was just in shock. And I and, and, the, and the only thing that could come out of my mouth is, why would you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that? I thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. That's hand injuries. There are there are people that specialize in just oh, the yeah. hand alone because it's so, <laughs> so complex and so important to what we do. Yes. That, that it can be... Real a hand injury can be uh, really detrimental to an individual. All right, so he had like thirty-seven some odd stitches. Right. All right, we'll go next to we'll go next to Tim. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning. Good morning to see you. What's up, bud? So I was 10, 11, 12 years old at my grandmother's house, and you can go through the laundry room right into the garage. So I see the garage door open. I look out and I see the cat walking through the garage. I go out to get the cat to bring the cat back in. So young, not realizing the cat's in stalking mode. Oh. I come up behind the cat and reach down to grab it. And Steve, I'm sure you understand how agile cats are. Yes. Mm -hmm. He sprung backwards and turned around and latched onto my feet. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Didn't even see it coming. Over 100 stitches. <gasps> Whoa. Oh. my eyebrow. 
the, the crease below your eye, like where the bags are, between my eyes and across my nose. Oh, my A hundred? St- so cat claws, yeah. when they embed, mm-hmm. can wreak all sorts of damage. So, But this sounds like the cat was slicing and dicing. Yeah, he yeah he went nuts. Dear God, and they they are the kittens especially. Yeah. their claws are so Little razors. So, yeah. how bad is the scarring after that, Tim? I still have it. I still have it. Sure, a hundred stitches on your yeah. face, most did, definitely. Did they ever yeah. remove the cat? <laughs> or is it still, <laughs> it's still there. It, it took a couple surgeries to move, move the cat. A <laughs> hundred. Wow, man, dude. So, how are, are are they? Cool Indiana Jones scars, or are they? Um, what does it look like? I mean, at this point, I'm, I'm 57 now, so at this point, it's kind of grown over. But if I if I part my eyebrow right the right way, you can see the scar all the way through. Wow, Tim. Yeah. Uh, so you were a kid at the time. Yeah. Um, and uh, how long did the cat remain in the family? And yeah, we kept, yeah, we kept the cat. I mean, okay. It was it was an older cat, so it was, I mean, it was my grandmother's. But I mean, we understood what happened. It was, yeah. It was. We're gonna I, wait I till Grandma dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. It was like uh, he was like the cat was Fredo. All right, thanks, yeah. Tim. Appreciate it, ma'am. We'll see you. Right. Uh, by the way, my one of my new favorite uh, type of social media uh, videos to watch is like a series of cat. One of them ha- cats. One of them will like you know be startled and freak out, oh, and yeah. then next thing, all, all of the hell breaks loose, uh-huh. and everything in the room gets destroyed from a freaking out cat. There's a great one. I think at one America's Funniest Home Videos, it's just a guy doing working from home, and he has his Zoom camera on, and the cat jumps up onto the counter, knocks over a pot and then begins a wave of destruction <laughs> that is astonishing alright uh, this looks like the top number uh, yeah. of stitches so we're going to go to Joe hi Joe good morning uh, good morning guys how are you good what's up buddy well the mandolin um, experience that brought us a bad memories, but this is the worst one I've had I was about I think I was in 8th grade um, I was getting in the shower and I slipped and my right knee caught the edge of the tub spout. And my knee opened up like a sieve. Um, it just wound up just spreading wide open. My bones were hanging out. Oh, oh my God! It was, it was bad. It and was you bad. were naked. You were naked and a child. <laughs> Luck, luckily for me, I had my... You know, look my at you, always look at the positives. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was sending the water on, so I'd love to have my tell you what you thought. Okay, thank God. Um, <laughs> so I had 147 stitches. Oh, my God. 147 and stitches. Reason, and the reason it was so high was the first time I had it, you know, through the surgery, the sutures or stitches weren't closing correctly so i had to get them taken out and re-put back in oh my god so that's why it was so high so was it was it joe directly on your knee it, it, it was the for the main cut the main split was directly on my knee but yes I guess after that happened it kind of exploded <laughs> um and, and i was about Dude. an inch away from losing all mobility in my leg i still have this i saw the x-ray somewhere in my mother's house but i cannot find it but um, wow. Yeah, it took me six months to start walking again because I had a cast on my leg. Six months from slipping, so that's why, that's why the, the like like mats or those rubber things at the bottom of a shower are mm-hmm. so critical. One hundred forty stitches. We, we still had we had one of those. We um, we had one. All I remember after that is my brother carrying me. Luckily, we lived right on a corner from a hospital, 
Um, he put me in his car. He said, nope, no, I'm not putting you in my car. You're bleeding too bad. <laughs> he actually carried me to the hospital. Wow. Yeah, because he, uh, he didn't want to rather have carried me right. than put me in his car. Then his car. Get it all over his car. Wow. 147 stitches. All he did was get out of the shower. I know. <laughs> that was it. And oh, my God. So what, I, I'm sorry, what, what did you catch it on, by the way, Joe? The, the very front lip of the tub spout. The, the, the little, you know, the water comes out, the tub yeah. spout has this like, little... Sh- it's true with freak. It was a freak accident. I don't know if those days. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> That's like crazy. In the shower, and it just slipped and went right into the tub spout and. You know, it just opened up like a wow. went off on my knee, dude. Right. That's that's why. What what is it? The shower is what in in, in the top Thanks, three Joe. most is it? Oh, injuries, home injuries, home injuries. Yeah, uh, Chad had an interesting situation. Let me go to him. Hey, Chad. Good morning, sir. Good morning. What's up, buddy? Uh, my father owned butcher shops across the East Coast. Yep. And I was cutting meat in the back, deboning. When you debone, you're not supposed to. Hold the knife towards you. Okay. Well, a lady had to use the restrooms. We didn't have public restrooms in the butcher shop. So my dad let her come around the back. She slipped on a pallet that I was standing on. I stabbed myself in the belly. I spun around. And when I spun around, she grabbed the knife. And it went from about five inches above my belly button down into my belly button. (laughs) So she basically (laughs) slit you. She slipped on. She slipped and... Slit. When she grabbed, she, you know, like I said, I was pulling, deboning, bringing Dude. the knife towards my stomach, which you're not supposed to do. Mm. When she slipped, she, the first thing she grabbed was my hand and with, with the hand that had the knife in it, and it just pulled it down my belly, down into my oh. belly button. Did, did you actually split your belly button? Yeah. Golly God! Um, did it go deep enough to get near your organs? Uh, no, I had 109 stitches I had. <sighs> Most of them were on the inside, almost like Steve said. They stitched on the inside, and then they glued a little, and then it was deep enough where they had to stitch the outside. Man. And you could have died. When I, when I pulled the knife out, I bled like a stuck pig. Um, oh, Which was wow. actually on the menu that day. Stuck pig. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. crazy. How long ago was this, Chad? Uh, 20 years. Wow. What does it look like now? Is everything pretty much invisible or gone? No, it's it's pretty visible. It's uh, it wasn't a straight like cut down. It was more like a, I don't know. It looked like my the wound looks like a zipper. Wow, and that's that's a good enough one where you don't need to make up some badass story about yeah. how you got those stitches. That's that's no, a knife got, wound, dude. I just got bitched up on my dad for pulling a knife towards me when you're deboning the meat. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, you got a belly button and a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Chad. Appreciate yeah, it, man. Have a good day, guys. Wow, Jesus, that's, crazy. that's nuts, I mean, man. So, so it's it's you're I, in that club now. I am. I think about club, that yeah. when 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 using knives, <laughs> and and especially when uh, walking a distance with a big kitchen knife. You know, and I use them daily. Mm-hmm. About it would just take one little slip. Yep. One little fall. One little thing, and and uh, could not only hurt you, it could kill you. Yes. If if, uh, if you know it went in the wrong spot. But what happens in some of these cases is that you're you're doing something that you've done before, and so you get a little. 
you know, it's a cavalier yeah. about it. And uh, and so that's that's what happens. Yeah. I was and, and I get nervous when using box cutters in particular, yes. which is where Casey cut himself. I was yesterday uh cutting up some cardboard to go into the recycling bin just so it would fit. And as I'm doing this, it was kind of a bit of a struggle. I had to really work to cut through it. And I'm like, man, if I just moved the wrong way because I was coming downward, uh-huh. I'm like, yes. cut, slice open my leg, you know? Cut open an artery. Yeah. That's why I'm yeah. so mad at myself. I was so dumb. I just, I, I know better. I know better, but I didn't. I cut the wrong way because I didn't want to scratch my bike. Yeah. <laughs> but it was an accident. It wasn't. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But now you're in the Stitches Club. Yay! Yay! Two of them. Two, two Stitches. Yeah. I, well, it was almost three. Are you oh, going to? Yeah, that would yeah, be better. Do you think you'll start going and talking to survivors? I, they asked me to. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I think I, I probably should. I just want to. I just want to. I just want to keep the hope. Keep yeah. the hope. Yes. Hope brings eternal people hope. Look at you. You've regained your the use of your finger, and you're back to work. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Steve, the word hero. <laughs> it's thrown around a lot. It's thrown around a lot, but sometimes more appropriately than now. It really, it really does uh, qualify. So, all right. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. You'll be careful. This is a learning. Experience. It is a learning experience, yeah. and, and hopefully uh, some other, uh, other people can learn from my mistakes. And uh, and to those who hate hearing about things like this, we apologize, but <laughs> we definitely had to talk about Casey's story, but that's... Uh, ugh, yeah. Hey, can people sign your finger at the uh, Billy Flop? Channel? Oh, yeah. yeah. Come out on Thursday. Sign Casey's finger. <laughs> sign my Band-Aid. Yeah. Sign his Band-Aid. Make sure you get there early yeah. so there's enough room. Yeah. Space is limited. For you to sign his Band-Aid, and we'll be at uh, Valley Beach uh, Resort on uh, Thursday for the Presidency Belly Flop Championship. All right, we're going to break. We're going to come back in a second. I got some great Bizarre file stories that we will share with you when we return. Stay there. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop In and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoop In and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So before we do the Bizarre File, I would like to acknowledge something which is very exciting. We are thrilled to announce that our radio brother is now joining us in the hallowed halls of the National Radio Hall of Fame, John DeBella. Yeah. Is being inducted 
into the National Radio Hall of Fame. Very exciting stuff. Uh, we got in in 2021, and uh, it's a huge honor, and John certainly deserves it. He deserved to get in there before we did, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a, uh, a mistake, but that's okay. They're apparently going to put all of his award stuff in the wing that's devoted to us, Preston. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that's fitting. Yeah, I think that we've known John for several years. So. No, yeah, John has been a legend for yep. forever, and and yep. with this, uh, you know, dovetailing with his uh, um, his uh, retirement and, and the it, Walk it, of Fame it, and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, but the 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 recognition is is uh, is finally here. Yep. So uh, we he and I were texting yesterday uh, briefly, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. So good for him. I'm sure they'll do the uh, the induction ceremonies, uh, you know, in the same place we did in Chicago. It was kind of. It was really cool. It was. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, you're like, really? Oh, okay. And then yeah. you, but then when you're there and you're in your tuxedo and you're giving your speech and and you're there surrounded with uh, surrounded by industry peers, yeah, uh, who people that you've looked up to for quite a while and they're complimentary to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's uh, it's almost otherworldly. Yeah, holding that award, yeah, is pretty pretty cool. It is, and it's, it's by the way, cool. it's probably the heaviest award yeah. I think we've gotten, right? We've I'm gotten a few. Definitely the heaviest yeah. I've ever felt, so congratulations, John. I'm very, very proud of you, and uh, we are uh, honored to be in the uh, National Radio Hall of Fame next to you. Our pictures will probably be fairly close right to each other. It's only been a couple of years. So. Yeah. All right, congrats, John. Woo! Where are wax figures going? That's the question. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> All right, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Have some interesting stories for you. We'll start with a pretty messed up one. Uh, Lake uh, Lanier has claimed yet another life in Georgia, only this time the mode of death is one that seems to be uh, able to be explained because uh, this guy was shocked to his demise. 24-year-old Thomas Milner. This is crazy. Was killed on Thursday after he reportedly jumped into the water from his nearby family dock only to start screaming moments later and calling for help. Apparently, he was being electrocuted from within the lake itself. Reports say that the family, friends and family and friends tried pulling him out, uh, but were unsuccessful. It seems a neighbor had to actually drive over to his location with their own boat, only for someone in that boat to finally jump in an attempt to bring him to shore. That person who hasn't been identified reportedly told authorities the authorities they started feeling a burning sensation as soon as they got into the water, which they assumed was electricity. According to one local outlet, the diver actually got out of the water briefly, turned off a power box that was adjacent to the dock, and then went back in to get Milner, at which point they were able to pull him out. Unfortunately, it was too late for everyone involved. They tried life-saving measures, but Milner later died at a hospital. So was the power box, in fact, the cause of that? That's what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. There's no official Terrible. word why. There's no official word why the water had uh, electric currents in it. But believe it or not, it's something that Lake Lanier officially officials have uh, actually warned the public about over the years, citing the risk of electric shock drowning. Some say faulty outlets can and cause this. Uh, officials have actually told people to swim in Lake Lanier at their own risk as of late, and this body of water has caused upwards of 700 deaths dating back to the 1950s. Well, after that... Wow, that's a freak accident. Usually when you have something like that, like the, the power will shut off if there's, if there's some sort of exposure to water. Yeah. All right, here's another uh, aquatic story for you. A manatee who died in a Florida aquarium this year sustained fatal injuries caused by sex 
with his brother. Wow, man. Hugh, who was 38 years old, died unexpectedly at the Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium in Sarasota, which this week shed more light on the animal's passing, saying the injury was most likely the result of sex with his brother, Buffett. Uh, Moore insisted that Hughes... uh, You can't be with the one you love. (laughs) Moat insisted that Hughes handlers uh, never believed that he was in any danger. The aquarium said in a statement on the day of Hughes' passing, Hugh and Buffett engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior observed and documented in manatees, both in managed care and in the wild. This was the first time such heightened mating behavior was witnessed between the two manatees. And it was so vigorous that one died? Yeah, and a necropsy performed by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, uh, they found that the, fa- a, the fatal wound was a 14.5 centimeter long tear in the ventral wall of his colon. Wow, man. And that's what happened. I'm... The aquarium said that Hugh and Buffett were both observed initiating and mutually seeking interactions from each other throughout the day, and there were no obvious signs of discomfort or distress such as listing, crunching, or active avoidance that would have triggered a need for intervention. Yeah, it's tragic, but you're a champ, bro. Uh, didn't try to physically separate the manatees during sex, fearing that that would do more harm. Following the discre- the direction of veterinarians, distraction rather than physical separation was chosen because separation has previously caused undue anxiety and negative effects in both manatees. And in an effort to redirect the manatees' attention and decrease undesirable behaviors, animal care staff used positive reinforcement tools such as high-value rewards and enrichment that had previously been successful. What kind of rewards did they mention? They didn't mention so I would imagine food of some type. So, sex between male manatees, even brothers, is far from uncommon. Huh. Uh, according to a specialist, they said they're not too meticulous about who their partners are. They just have this kind of sexual urge, and then they'll engage in activity with whomever seems to be in the area. And if that's a female, great. But so, a quick question is, uh, looking at my, a manatee, where do their genitals, where the genitals present? Are. But if there aren't enough females around or they are only male, there are only males around, they may express that sexual behavior on whatever individual may be in the vicinity. What do you say? And as generally uh, solitary beings, manatees don't have a strong sense of familial structure leading to the encounter between brothers Hugh and Buffett. I did not know That's why. that manatees roll like that. that yeah. Just whoever's around, they're up for it. Wow. Don't fight the feeling. All right, this is a pretty messed up story. A security guard at a nightclub was killed after brutally being beaten by a large mob in Hollywood early Sunday morning. Officers responded to the Dragonfly Hollywood nightclub around 2 a.m. on reports of a group of 10 people attacking one person. The victim was working, and a large group, for unknown reasons, confronted the security guard, causing him to fall into the street, at which point in time the group advanced and kicked and stomped him to death. And they don't know what caused this to happen? As of now, no. That's uh, brutal. Police are still investigating whether the fight began inside the club and spilled out on the street or if it began outside entirely. Video from the scene captured first responders attempting life-saving measures on the security guard only identified as a male in his 30s as he was lying on the street. See, a manatee was seen leaving the scene. The club was still open and full of patrons at the time of the security guard's death. It was hosting its weekly signature Saturday's uh, event with Detroit rapper T. Grizzly. <laughs> Headlining the festivities. Uh, no arrests have been made and no sus- uh, suspect descriptions have been released either. It's a, it's a mob murder. All right, we need a lighter story. Yes. And I love this one. A British Columbia real estate agent has been fined $20,000 after being caught on camera drinking milk straight 
straight out of the jug at a home that he was showing. Oh. Mike Rose was alone in the home in July last year as he waited for his clients who were interested in buying the property. Rose went into the refrigerator to find water, but instead swigged some milk straight from the container, which he then put back in the refrigerator. Horrific. The consent order agreed by both the superintendent of the real estate. By the way, I loved your flashlight. And Rose (laughs) says that the owners of the new home saw him drinking the milk when they reviewed footage from a surveillance camera. At least they use a glass. And confronted him about it two days later. Rose, who apologized for his actions, was told that he wasn't welcome in the home and that his clients replaced him in their purchase of the property. He says in the order... Uh, In the order that his behavior was out of character and he was unusually dehydrated at the time uh, because of a new medication as well as being under considerable stress. Oh, so he was also high. Uh, Rose, who is now working at a different brokerage, agreed to pay a disciplinary penalty of $20,000 to the authority for conducting conduct unbecoming. Let's see what's in the fridge. And $2,500 in enforcement expenses as well. And this is the bedroom and this is last night's turkey. Wow. Wow. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. That's a ballsy maneuver. It is. Big time. All right. Let's take a break. Come back in a moment and remind you today's Tattoo Day. So if you want to win a Preston and Steve show theme tattoo, join the collective of people over the years, the hundreds. Yes. Who have a Preston and Steve show tattoo. Text word tattoo to 39333. And you might win from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. We'll be back in a moment. Hang out. Disturbed. The Take Back Your Life Tour, August 21st at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Special guests breaking Benjamin and MMR has an amazing concert fan experience. The unstoppable Keg Crusher Grand Prize. A four-pack of the best seats in the house passes for your group to hang at the Keg Crusher Bar with unlimited beer and barbecue. And we'll also throw in four signed set lists and other disturbed merch, including an autographed guitar. Listen to win a pair of tickets and qualify each afternoon with Brent Porsche. And again, all this weekend, text DISTURBED to 39333 for a link to all the details, plus another chance to enter to win and get qualified for the grand prize. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I want to go back to the story we had in the Bizarre File. If you're just tuning in, I, I told the story about a a real estate agent. This is in Canada. Uh, he is fined $20,000 because uh, at the home he was showing, he was caught on security camera while nobody was there, going into the refrigerator, grabbing the carton of milk, grabbing the jug of milk, a gallon of milk, and drinking right out of it, and then putting the milk back into the refrigerator. You know, in this day and age, too, with all the home cameras and stuff like that, wouldn't you, I'd be really leery of doing right. something like that. All the all the ring stuff and all the you know yeah I mean you have a real listen I would not have if if I had real estate agent to my home to sell it they'd be on camera I mean I have cameras holding on the house yeah would you tell them ahead of time uh yeah 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 I would too yeah just to, as as a courtesy I mean you can see that they're there but yeah, yeah. uh but uh, <laughs> yeah I mean it's but the, the brazen going in you could have even if you wanted to. 
grabbed a glass and then washed it out. Or maybe but, but just went drinking. to the sink. Yeah. You, you know, like but I'm wondering why he didn't go to the sink and get water. Right. Because that's first. just gross. Tap water is just gross. <laughs> <laughs> Let me drink right out of this jug. Uh, 100-year-old Scott. Uh. <laughs> I had a, my buddy was, uh, he had work being done on his basement. And the, I, I don't know if it was a plumber or what, but he caught the guy pissing in his sump pump. Oh, really? In, yeah. <laughs> he walks downstairs and the dude is taking a piss in his sump pump. I mean, you just, there is a bathroom there. I'm sure it's okay to use it. Yeah. Uh, not okay to use the I sump pump. I would prefer that you pee in my toilet and not my sump pump. Were we really talking about something? Where, and I forget what it was, but if like if you have people working on your yard or in your yard, or they're doing something, say they're building a swing set for you or whatever. Right. You would assume they would ask to come in to use the... You, you wouldn't want right. them whizzing in your yard, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. And, right. I, and we, when we do have people that come over to do work, I, I make sure to say, if you guys you need to use the bathroom yeah. or you need some water or whatever, just let me know. Yeah. And just drink the milk right out of the Feel jug. Feel free and have all the milk you want right out of the jug. We have 2% <laughs> and whole. Yeah, <laughs> and, and actually, I, I think a lot of times people will, um, and, and, at least in my experience, they will uh, decline the offer. Hey, I got some Gatorade sure. for you. I got some water for you. Now, when we were moving, our movers not only uh, didn't decline the offer, they didn't even wait for the offer. They were grabbing stuff out of the fridge and drinking it, which I was what? totally fine with. Yeah, no, no, no. We, we, we had Gatorade and water for them? In, in the refrigerator. Um I don't know who it was necessarily for, but they were I working their I took your birth control pills. Wait a minute. So so they you didn't tell them that they, they could have stuff out of your fridge and no. you went ahead and took it? Mm, not that I that's a, remember. No, that's, no. that's, that's bull crap. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's like cool. that scene in Poltergeist where they're doing work in the backyard and he's reaching in and taking bacon off the plate and stuff like that. You can't yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. So um, th- what this guy did is, is kind of gross and certainly inappropriate. Um, is that a really stiff fine for drinking it milk? Is. Out of, I mean, $20,000 yes. to me seems kind of ridiculous. That's what millionaire like uh, uh, athletes make or, or get fined yeah, you know what I mean, mean? yeah for much <laughs> worse stuff than yes, drinking milk true. in a container I, I you know why did it cost this guy twenty thousand dollars nick you have but you haven't tasted this milk it may be the greatest milk ever well it, it's probably because the well i don't know what what would stop the homeowners if they wanted to sue the guy you know i mean because yeah. you can you can raise all kinds of bs you yeah, know, I, mean, I don't know fears the guy. and concerns i, I, I and, would fire him he wouldn't be my real estate agent um yeah. but i wouldn't necessarily find the dude 20 grand for drinking milk uh, uh. i got gonorrhea because of that real estate <laughs> right that's your excuse uh if anybody has any similar stories or you yourself have done something mm-hmm. like this call 215-263-wmmr let, let me ask a hypothetical here um so you're a real estate agent and there's a big plate of, of french fries or whatever so you know uh cookies let's say cookies, cookies. <laughs> why would you be a plate of fries would, cookies, would, yeah. would you take a cookie uh, would I yeah. if nobody was home? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't mind if I do. Yeah. <laughs> don't mind. If, don't mind if I do. You know? Uh, yeah. And listen, it's and just I, drinking the milk out of the uh, directly out of the container. I think is the violation here. And I agree with Nick. At twenty thousand is a little steep for that. Outside of of workers, yeah. being in your home, even if we are having someone that we know who is just going to, you know, like maybe house it or keep an eye on things right. or whatever. I am fully under the assumption that my stuff is going to be gone through. Right. That they're going to take a peek here and there. I just, 
because I'd probably do it. You know what I mean? So uh, I just, just assume so. You, you, everyone gets a little bit nosy. I, I can't say that if there was not a big plate of, of uh, whether French fries or, <laughs> or cookies, I might not just grab one. Yeah. Well, you know? Similar to that, Preston, uh, I think this may have been you guys, before you guys even came to MMR, I was dog sitting for Ken Cepetto, who used to work here at the radio station. Um, I think I was there for like a full weekend while they were away. I realized when I got to work on Monday morning that I left my laundry in the dryer. Oh. And like by the end oh, of the no. day, I had to give the key back to him. Like right. my weekend was over. Had the offer been given to you to do your laundry there? Not really. I like. I feel like this isn't too violating. But yeah. when I went to go back during lunchtime to get it, he was wearing your bra. He was. <laughs> he was there with like Chuck and a couple people from oh. the radio station. Oh, they man. were like hanging out at the house having lunch. So, so how I did had you to like. That? It was very weird. I just like walked in, put my head down, literally like filled up my laundry basket. Had to walk through the kitchen. Where they were, where they yeah. all were, with like my thongs hanging out, yeah. and I was like, "All right, uh, thanks. Uh, please hire me again to do this." Yeah, I think that's that's okay. It's fi- I feel like it was fine, but leaving it there, sure. the the yes. debate of whether do I go back right now or do I say something. Uh, here's a text from somebody who says I caught a, a, a contractor blowing lines while working in my basement, <laughs> meaning they were doing coke, lines yeah. of cocaine, mm-hmm. doing coke. Well, yeah, you want the job done quickly, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, in a few minutes, I'll be, I'll get this done in a few minutes. <laughs> uh, we've never, I've never had anything like this happen to me personally. Uh, well, except but, for the movers stealing all your stuff, but that's different. Uh, that's different. That's just theft. They stole my weed. Uh, did they? Stole, yes, they did. Sons of bitches. Yeah. They go. They went through your boxes and found it? Well, the box that it was in was missing uh-huh. when they returned everything. It was a, like a small uh, container. Uh, and keeping your weed. <laughs> and was, you put your weed in that. Uh, and yeah, that was gone. I'm sure they I'm sure they lifted it. Do you Absolutely. think they rode your Sibian? No. Okay. Please. Let's not get wipe gross. Wipe that off. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you may wipe that wipe, off. You may want to disinfect that. Um, they are when, for sharing. When I was a kid, my neighbors, uh, I would babysit for them, and uh, they had a uh, they had a working slot machine. Ooh, oh. Yeah. And so they said I could play it, and uh, but... One time I was playing it and I realized that they uh, left part it open. They had it open. So the coins were so the accessible? Coins are, yeah. So why play when you can just take? <laughs> uh, so I took probably like $30, $40 worth of quarters. wonder where their credit cards are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell them that you won? No, I just took it. <laughs> I, you know, I'm why a kid, you, man. Why don't you just take the whole yeah. machine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, there's, we do st- things that you regret when you think you're alone, but I think in this day and age with the, with all of the proliferation of security cameras and mommy cameras and, right. and babysitter cams and all that stuff, I'd be really leery. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Man. And there, I, are, there are loads it's of It's made it hard to rob people. Of people getting busted with not only, you know, obvious cameras, but, you know, like nanny cams and, yes. and, and, and things like that. That yeah, you should assume that somebody can probably see you, whatever you're doing. In Do you have home. internal cameras or yeah. just external? Okay, just yeah. external. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we uh, the, re- the only reason I got the cameras is because we have so many cats that if one gets a urinary tract infection and starts peeing someplace, I'll, I won't have to take four thousand cats to the to the vet. Subsequently, I've left them up because security wise, they are kind of convenient. You sure. Know? Yeah. Uh, here's another. Here's a uh, text that says I got caught trying on shoes while babysitting one time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. 
trying on other people's clothing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially wow. if you're Miss- like babysitting for a really rich person that has really nice clothes and jewelry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mr. Jackson, what kind on. of condoms are these? They feel great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's one that says, uh, I was a former Philly police officer here and was holding a, a crime scene. Had to pee very bad. Oh, man. Couldn't get relief from another officer, so I used the toilet in the house uh, while I was holding the crime scene uh, for, and then I, uh, I uh, think for it, stealing yeah. someone's. No, never mind. He was holding that crime scene for that person, so he had to go pretty bad. Well, that's got to be okay. an active crime scene. Th- yes. Yeah. Is, 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 I mean, listen, the, the thing to do is to always, at least, if you're going to go over and you're going to be in the house or uh, for a little bit of time, you, you ask. But if you're in a house where someone was murdered or whatever, mm-hmm. and if you're a police officer and you have to pee, I think it's, yeah. it's you know, What's right? the protocol if you're looking at an open house and you have to go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, that's fine, right? And, I would and, absolutely. And I think the closet it. will get it done. <laughs> okay. I just took a huge dump in your... Uh, that, what, what, what is it? I love you, man, right? Is that... Uh, yeah. He's showing houses and people are coming and stealing food and... Sure. Yeah, they, they're yeah. just coming in for the... Well, that's what Jason Siegel. He's not yeah, there yeah, to buy yeah. ass. He's, he's like, I'm not here to buy it. I just come for the food. <laughs> yeah. And he thanks him for his honesty. Uh, but I would think using the bathroom, that's not any... Unless you're going over to Kathy's house. Yeah. Uh, that's not any kind of a violation. I mean, come on. You it's, always... You, know, you would ask if you can, though, right? Sure. If there's someone to ask, you ask. Yeah. And if nobody's around, I still think it would be okay to use yeah, it. Yeah, it's on the carpet. Uh, let me go to, I have uh, Sherry, who's on the phone. Hey, Sherry, good morning. Hi, how you doing? Good, what's up, Sherry? Well, I work for a painting company, and we had a paint crew working on the exterior of a house, and they were foreigners, and the guy took a dump. <laughs> the guy and took a dump in the backyard? Yes. <laughs> and well, he left his uh, wiping material there with it. <laughs> And the customer's dog found it, rolled in it, chewed um, up the material. Oh, my and God. the guys tried to deny it. And then the customer also had him on video. <gasps> oh there you go. God. Yeah. Full on busted. The dog probably mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, did uh, any idea how that played out? Um, the customer got pretty much everything for free. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if you take a dump in someone's backyard, leave the wiping material there, and then the dog rolls around in your dump, you should at least get a bit of a discount. Yeah. I would think well, so. And the, the, on top of it, you know, the guy had two teenage daughters. Um, thank God they weren't home because it could have turned into something a lot worse. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's, yeah. yeah. You know, but everything was on recording. You know, everything was videotaped. So. There you go. It's, again, there's a lot of cameras out there. So the next time you're working at someone's house and you want to take a dump in their hedges, yeah. you may want to <laughs> reconsider. Sure. Hey, going, going to the uh, drinking from the container thing is a little bit of a different uh, All right. approach on this. Taking a dump in the container. How do you feel about uh, someone who is not your spouse or one of your kids? Um, you know, like if they're, if they have like a, a beverage or something like that and, and they go, oh man, it's really good here. Try a sip of this. Yeah. Um, would that gross you out at all? No. To, to try that? No. Well, it depends really, on who it is. If it, I, yeah. It, it was also one depends, of us. It depends on how much is left in said container. Right. If it is, uh, three quarters of the way full, uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. But if it's like anything in less than half full and there's a considerable amount of backwash in there. <laughs> What if they're yeah, going to spit not. it out of their mouths indoors? Oh, bird. I won't do yeah, that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So, like from a container or even a cup, if someone says, yeah. Yeah. Or like a soda can or right, something right. like that. Here, yeah. you want some of this? Yeah. 
What about you? Uh, I feel like you would have I'm, no I'm totally cool with it. In fact, I was, I forgot where I was. Maybe it was Kyle when we you were. You and I, Preston, I was just about to bring it up. What was it? Was we it? shared a straw. Where were we? We were right here. We had some drinks out in the uh, at, in the Acme Lounge. Somebody had dropped oh, them off for us to taste. Yeah. And I taste it. Well, because I get a little, a little weirded out sharing straws. Right. right. That's, I'll drink <clears throat> out of a cup, but it's the straw. And I wanted you to try it. So I handed it to you and you sipped out of my straw. And I was, you were okay with that? I was okay with that. Oh, no, she it. vomited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ran around the corner and puked. Right, let me go to Eric. Eric, good morning, bud. Hey, good morning. Uh, so uh, I was in my mid to late teens, and I was dating a girl that uh, she lived like next door to my grandmother at the time, and she was babysitting for a family that lived like two houses down from my grandmother. And we, I would go over there and hang out. She was babysitting, and we hung out down in the basement sometimes. She went upstairs, so I went walked behind the bar, and I noticed an ashtray had like a couple roaches in it. Now, yes, I was in my mid-teens. I was in high school. Yes, I was smoking pot at the time. Right. I stumbled across their stash, and I, I stole about a half ounce of it. Okay. And like, well, a half ounce? How much was the stash? Dude, the bag was, well, as I remember it, it was probably like a pound. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, they're not going to miss half it, was, it wasn't completely full. It was probably like well, halfway full. What if you were stealing from like a cartel? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a lot. Well, <laughs> Jeez. Well, it wasn't because I'm still alive. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Did you ask to go over there every time your yeah. girlfriend babysat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She yes. She said, come on over. But like, um, they moved it, obviously. I was never able to find it again. I wonder why. Who's, yeah. who's, whose house was it that she was babysitting? Uh, it was for a family that lived like a couple houses up from my grandmother's house at the time. All right. And maybe that's maybe yeah. that was your grandmother's stash. She kept it over there. <laughs> <laughs> My grandmother is a little old Italian lady. She jarred everything. I don't think there was any she, she puts it in a mason jar. Wow. Wow, that's wild, man. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Have a good day. You too. Uh, I wonder how embarrassing it would be for this guy who, who drank out of their, their milk jug uh, to find out that you're busted yeah. and at that point, you know, fess up or if, if you don't know about the video, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I think you do have a story, another story in the Bizarre File where I think it was a real estate agent as well who actually took a piss in, a, in on a couch. Do you yeah. remember that story? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think right? so. Like right on the couch, right or on something the couch. ridiculous like that, where it would be like no way to cover it up whatsoever. Right. And what the hell were you thinking so when you did at that? At that point, I'd say enjoy the milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Agreed. I will go next to Yori. Hey, uh, Yori. Morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Yori. What's up? All right, well, uh, when I was a kid, I was invited to, like, my first ever play date, and uh, I wasn't taught proper etiquette about snacking. Uh, so I basically was invited once and only once to this person's house because um, I basically ate all the crust off of their Linville Orchards pie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just the crust? And, um, I, and I was just like, what did I do wrong? And my friend was like, you you ate our pie. And I was like, oh, that, was, that wasn't for us? Like... I just didn't understand. I was a kid. Plus, I was, you know, a big snacker as, as a kid. I was kind of... Well, they, they wouldn't invite you. I mean, you, so you get corrected, and then maybe you invite... 
you over again, but you were never invited back to the house? Nope. I really, I guess I rubbed the mom the wrong way because I guess I was too much of a heathen. Oh, my God. You know what? I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you this. What happens, and sometimes people come over and they're a little, I mean, you're a kid, but if somebody's overly familiar when they come to your house, like someone comes in and opens up your refrigerator. Have you ever had someone do that? Where they, they're... they're oh, he- well, yeah, my mom used to have a daycare, so it was fairly common for the kids to just grab what they wanted if they came back from school. Well, that makes so sense. So for us, it was just normal. Yeah. And, I mean, I was I also used to sneak food in the house, too. Um, no, that's, all, that's all standard. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but at that age, like, you just didn't, you know, it just didn't click at that point. Um, I do have another story, though. I used to clean houses with my aunt, and uh, we would burst out into show tunes when there was no one in the house. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's at least that's a little not bit quite more. That's, that's, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and then I made out with her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, Yuri. Appreciate it. Oh, another it. thing. Yeah, um, guys. You too. All right, so did you say if someone just walk into the yeah. kitchen and open oh, up her refrigerator? Right, like, it's like, like the uh, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld thing. Right. I would not Kramer. be down yeah. with that. No, me either. There's, Unless I've there's given, a minor right. violation there. Down the you know? shore, it's kind of like uh, whatever. Like, if you come over my house down there, yeah, you can go through whatever you want. Go through the pantry, go through, yeah. Uh, but up here, it's for some reason Why? different rules. Hmm. I don't know. Um, Is it the salt air? It's intoxicating? Well, like, all right, so the D'Amico's come over quite a bit when we're down the shore. And they just walk in and, you know, and I just walk into their house. It's not like, you know, like, you know, they just walk in my house. No, no, yeah, I yeah. walk in their house. They walk in mine. I go in their fridge. They go in mine. Like, it's, yeah. Uh, I'm grab a few minutes on your Shibia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'll wash it off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think you, I think you, you should be the one. You can say, okay, you give the invite. You know, by the way, my house is your house. Help Feel free to go in the refrigerator, whatever you want. You know, use the sieve. <laughs> yeah, use the sieve. You know, just knock yourself out. Just clean it off. Uh, no, I agree. And and vacation homes are, are kind of that way. Yeah. I, I think as well. It's a little easier. But uh, but your you know your standard residence. Right. Yeah, forget it. Uh, I'm going to go next to Joe. Good morning to you, Joe. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air, Joe. Oh, hey, nothing but hair. <laughs> nothing but hair. Okay. What? That's my my wife's favorite new saying now. We toss things into the trash ever since you tossed those dildos in with during door hole. <laughs> oh, during porn uh, hole. Oh, nothing but what? hair. Dude, that is oh my a God, wild Joe, callback. I, I would not have gotten that. That's I hilarious. Love I love it. Nothing but hair. We had hair around the hole. That's good. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. I've been contracting for many, many years in the high dollar area in Hokeston, so you guys know what I'm talking about. Right. And uh, we did work for a bunch of uh, doctor-nurse team, and uh, we did a whole bunch of building on their house and so forth. But uh, my boss, he used to go right through their cabinets at lunchtime and everything. If he got hungry, he'd make a sandwich out of the refrigerator. And oh, lunch. my God. <laughs> did, you, did, did you ever ask him? Or you, do, I mean, there was your boss doing yeah. this? Oh yeah, I was like, "Oh man, are you kidding me?" and so forth. And I would, I wouldn't do it. I always, I always came prepared. So, ah, but, yeah, it's here. Why not? Yeah, I'll we'll use the Sibian if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, even to that point, we used to take care of the lawn. We used to do the uh, uh, everything. You know, the um, shoveling of winter and so forth. Yeah. And they went away for two weeks to India. 
and they were due back on Sunday. And so, well, I was dating this young lady, and I went to uh, Acme and grabbed a bunch of lobster tails, and we ended up having lunch or dinner on the grill right there on their porch. Oh, my God, Joe. Joe. into their pool, and we were in their hot tub in their pool and so forth, and we got caught. At 11 o'clock that night, by the wife coming home, we were skinny dipping in the pool. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. Help yourself to some lobster. Yeah. yeah I, guess. <laughs> I had the grill clean. The, 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 the deck was clean. She never knew we cooked dinner there. <laughs> wow. But you're skinny dipping in the pool. Did you end up getting in trouble at all? Well, uh, on Monday, uh, when I picked up the boss to go to work, we're driving to work and everything, and he asked, why are you so quiet? I said, well, Mrs. Bose came home early. What do you mean? <laughs> and were you fired? No, actually, I just wasn't allowed on the, that property. That job, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the boss who yeah. was making, making sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. So when, when the woman found you guys, Joe, uh, how irate was she? she well, she was... Uh, 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 she came through the house, and we had turned the lights on in the carport. And the, there's a uh, uh, we built a, from a two car garage to a five car garage, and put a nanny's uh, pad up in the top, so that they could sleep up there and everything. A full kitchen and everything. We turned the lights on in there to illuminate where we were in the pool without turning all the lights on. So was she upset? So when she came through the middle of the house. She was looking around at the lights and everything, and I heard somebody open up the sliding glass door, and I go, hello, from down in the pool, and she goes, who's there? And I said, Joe. She goes, Joe who? Uh, Tim? Joe Mama. <laughs> Joe? Oh, hi, Joe. She comes walking up, and my girlfriend, now um, uh, wife, uh, climbed in behind me, and, you know, I just kind of put my hands in front of me and said, hi. Oh, <laughs> My God! Do you like a third? That moment and everything. She goes, "Oh, okay." Oh, well, it was a hot night. I, you're back early. She goes, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." Why does Sounds it smell like, like she's pretty chill? About yeah, it. yeah. that doesn't sound like a problem at all. <sighs> she was to me, but apparently she reamed out my two bosses. <laughs> okay. All right. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Joe. That's a wow, that's a great that's story. Nice story, man. Wow. Hey, hey, by the way, at that same place, I did what uh, uh, Casey did, or, or the other one, with, where he cut his finger. Yeah. I was I was trimming a cabinet down in in the in the doing the carpentry, cutting a little, little corner and everything, and a utility knife, and I jammed it right into my hand because I did it wrong. Mm. I ended up having to get three stitches. Ooh. They broke two needles putting the stitches in. Ah. Hey, Joe, did you and your boss ever do show tunes when you? You were alone in the house? <laughs> Not that boss. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, bud. Here's a uh, text that says, I had a friend that used to remodel people's kitchens and bathrooms. Uh, he had a folder on his phone of himself naked in people's houses posing on their furniture and countertops. Isn't that the nightmare? Yes. Yeah. That is the classic nightmare. We, you know, okay. And you, cause you, at a certain point, you're trusting them, you know? Yeah. And, I'm and, just going to straight up say, I have cameras all over the house, so please speak <laughs> yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go next to Carl. Hey, Carl, good morning. 
Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. Carl, good to see you. <laughs> What's up, bud? Um, yeah, so when we moved into our house, we needed uh, the house, the carpet redone, and, and we were looking around, and my buddy recommended this guy, Tony Ruggs, and he was... <laughs> Tony Ruggs. Tony Ruggs. It was Tony Ruggs and his brother, Danny Ruggs, and they would come over. And, where the Ruggs? Uh, he had to tell me where the carpet came from, and I didn't want to know. Um, uh-huh. But uh, he would... Um, you know, we we would get coffee every morning and whatnot, and um, you know the one guy forgot his cigarettes, and my wife and I have a, a pack of secret smokes or whatever. So I just offered him, you know, a cigarette, uh, you know, until we could get a pack the next day. Well, he just started helping himself to the smokes. And then, <laughs> You know, about 10 o'clock would roll around uh, every day, and he would go in my beer fridge and uh, just start helping himself to beer. Dude, uh, no, no. I was fine with it because they were doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, I, and because the guy's name was Tony Ruggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they did a great job. I, You know, I, I can't complain, but yeah. Let me ask you, is that Shibby enough for grabs? <laughs> oh, my 10 God. o'clock every day, they would. Uh, Grabbing your beer. Yeah, no, right. that, that, yeah. You, that's. That's a violation. Yeah, maybe you let Tony Ruggs do that. All right, thanks, Carl. Appreciate it, man. Uh, (laughs) Let me see. I will go to... Let's go to Rich on line two. Rich, morning, sir. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. (laughs) Rich, what's going on, buddy? Hey, uh, so in high school, I had a girlfriend who was a nanny for one of the teachers that was was a high school teacher, a science teacher. Right. Um, she went away on a vacation and said, hey, you guys can stay at the house, you know, whatever. Help yourself to some drinks if you want. Just stay at the house. We were over there. We had a few people over. Um, my girlfriend at the time was telling me that the teacher was telling her that she made this uh, little, like, spicy photo album for her husband. And about five minutes later, I run up and I'm looking through the husband's drawers. Oh, my God. I find it in the sock drawer and I'm looking at it. She has full spread eagle pictures. Oh, my God. And it, it was just awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> never, it was just awesome. It was just awesome. Look at the teacher the same again. How old were you at the time? Um, I was a senior in high school. And she was telling you guys that she had these pictures? Exactly. That's so, weird, man. She she had she was telling my girlfriend about it. I guess they had like a, a pretty cool relationship and she it was more along the lines of, Hey, maybe you should do this for your boyfriend for Valentine's Day. She wanted, wanted you guys you, to yeah, find him. Yeah. That's what it right. sounds she like. She wanted you guys to find him. Dear Penthouse Forum. Yeah. Totally. It, it was. It was. Yeah, I, I. I never looked at that teacher the same again. Why would you? <laughs> All spread eagle. How old are you now, Rich? I'm 38 now. And you're still hanging on to that thought, right? Oh, so, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it's in the spank bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right next to drinking milk out of the carton. <laughs> oh my god that would be crazy. Yes, Preston. That's great, Rich. When he Thank said you. that, and that that information just happened to float on out. Oh yeah. That's what that was about. You guys are going to be home alone in the house? Yeah, well, I have these sexy pictures. I just want to go anywhere into my husband's sock drawer. Right. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, pretty ballsy of this uh, real estate agent to um, go into the fridge. And listen, if you're going to grab something out of the fridge, whatever. But drink it out of the gym. Right, right. I mean, like, 
I will do that from time to time at home. I have my own, uh, uh, like nobody else in the house drinks 2%. It's right. just me. Everybody else drinks whole you milk. You drink out of it. So I, I drink right out of I like drinking out of the milk jug. Okay. And something about that I like it's for yours. whatever reason. So do, and it is mine. Do the common things. Like if you're going to do that, don't uh, screw off the, the cap by putting it in your butt and twisting. <laughs> don't do it that way. Don't do it no, that you way. don't do it. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not fair to everybody. It's else. not fair to the other people. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, thank you for the calls. We do appreciate that. We do have to uh, take a break and come back in a moment. We do want to, want to recap a little bit of uh, this past Friday. Yeah, uh, with Wrexham in Amazing. town and uh, our conversation with Rob McElhenney uh, while he was hanging out with the team and a few other things as well. Don't forget, we have a tattoos day. Text word tattoo three nine three three three. Chance for you to win that three hundred fifty dollars gift certificate from Folding World Tattoo and Piercing for your Preston Steve Show theme tattoo. We'll be back in a moment. hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay, well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Casey, you wanted to mention something. Yeah, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but we had some weather come through the uh, area on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and even down the shore it happened. So uh, I got a text message from our buddy Calper, uh, who's not sick, uh, but he said, hey, uh, I need a favor. We were out. Dearest Casey, (laughs) the reason for this correspondence is sick. Uh, he says, uh, we were out on the boat for a night in Venice. It's a huge night in Ocean City. Yeah. It's a giant, like, light-up boat parade that happens mm. in the bay. He says, uh, we got hit by that crazy storm on the bay, and these people let us dock at their house, and they were so amazing. They let us drink and hang until the storm passed, and they were actually huge Preston Steve listeners. Oh. So uh, he said, can you give a shout-out to Tinkerbell and the whole crew for me? Uh, they're lifesavers. Uh, she was dressed like Tinkerbell, hence that's why they call her Tinkerbell. <laughs> but... Uh, but he just wanted to give them a, nice. a huge thank you and shout out. Do we have their actual names? No. Oh. I even used their Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, where where was this? This is in Ocean City. Ocean City. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. a big thing. And it, that's I remember cool. hearing about it. Yeah. I just forgot which town it was in. Yeah. Do you know who did um, didn't, uh, Kate Flannery? Kate Flannery was the, was the honorary. She was yeah. the MC or yeah. or the the Grand Marshal or whatever yeah. that one time. <laughs> I've Grand never Poobah. been, and I always went to Ocean City. I've never done nights in Venice. I know Greg Monahan is a huge night in Venice guy. Yeah, it's fun. All the boats uh, have themes, and there's like uh, uh, like Fang was on there from the Union. I think Jim Gardner may have been the honorary person this year. <laughs> Tinkerbell was Jim Gardner? That's and crazy. Cowper didn't even know it's it. amazing. That's crazy. But when you make it all the way to the end, there's like this tight turn you have to make. So all these people gather at like this one little dock towards the end and watch people try to try to do one loop and not have to make a K-turn to get out. Okay. All right, all so right. he was sailing. That's cool. Well, Sailing. That's, uh, <laughs> Takes me away to where I want to be. That's great that uh, that he stumbled upon some listeners and fans of the show. That is very yeah, cool. That helped yeah, him awesome. out, which is uh, wonderful. So, yeah, man, the weather did come through on Friday. Uh, we, uh, meaning me and Steve and Nick and Connor, uh, we went to the Philadelphia Union game. It's Union 2 against uh, Wrexham. And uh, we got to hang out with Rob McElhenney, who uh, came in, and uh, we sat down, did an interview with him. Uh, with a video interview as well. We got the whole thing on camera. Um, and we had a great time. It was so much fun. And listen, I have to I have to point out, and I've said it before, of all the Philadelphia professional sports team, the union has the best food. Oh, yeah. Period. <laughs> if you happen to be getting uh, lucky enough to be in a suite and it's being catered, by far the best food and I've we met ever the, had. We met the chef. In a suite. Chef came in. Yes. Yeah, and and uh, it was super thankful because you'd been talking about the food. I'm like, oh, it's, uh, okay, we'll see what it's like. It really was Dude, extraordinary. Fillets and and uh, and and scallops what? and ribs and, and chicken fingers. steak. Well, chicken fingers, yes, absolutely. Ravioli. Stuff I love the, kids the chicken too. fingers. Oh, ravioli? Lobster ravioli. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was listen top notch. We often have access to cool things with our job. It's definitely one of the perks. Um, but a catered suite on a hot and steamy and disgusting night on Friday might have been one of the best perks we've ever gotten because it was. We were so lucky. It was and amazing. So, and by so the way, privileged to be in there, Nick. The <laughs> the temperature difference. Oh my god, it was forty <laughs> degrees. It was had to be forty degrees between what was outside. So you go up oh. to that area where the, where the uh, you know where the suites are, and they were really kind to take care of us. And we walked into that room. It was like we were walking into a meat locker. It was actually freezing. When Rob came in, yeah. he, he comes yeah. walking. He's like, oh, my God. My God. <laughs> he's like, this is amazing. <laughs> well, there's doors to open up that you can go outside and watch the game yeah. and, you know, get access to the stadium and whatever. And um, it was nice sitting out there. But every time anybody went out there, it was like, uh, uh, shut the damn door. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice in the suite. This makes sense. I mean, you were essentially in the owner's suite. Uh, it wasn't the owner's no, suite. No. No, you were with the owner. Uh, of the Rexham. Uh, well, yeah, with the owner of the of the enemy for the night. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but it was great. Rob was in a great mood. He was really happy that this was uh, that this had finally come together because it, you know, they they stumbled across it or had some stumbling blocks a couple of years ago, uh, and the whole thing came together. Packed crowd. It was uh, the, the stadium filled out, and it was uh, it was it, amazing. A lot of people were there for a good time, and and it ended up being that. But there was a big weather delay. Well, yeah. there was there was one thing as I was, and I asked you guys. Because I I had to go back to met our our cat I should say, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I'm leaving early to go do that. But I hung out and watched a bit of the game, and it was great. But as I'm going across the parking lot to my car, I hear the announcement come over the system 
that it was so hot that they were alerting everyone in the stadium they were going to take a minute break in the play so they could yeah. take a breather. Yeah, so the players could stop for a moment, wow. hydrate, and, and pause. I and, never heard uh, of that before. Yeah, no, so I they, never heard they, of it. They full-on did. It was that gnarly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and right before, I think it was right before halftime or whatever, Steve, you see the photo up on the on the big screen. We got this warning, and uh, everybody left the stage, or the stage, everybody left the field, uh, and then they asked everyone that was in seats to find and seek cover. Yeah, because there was a, a front on the way. Yeah. And I didn't remember, leading up to it, I didn't remember seeing a potential for rain in the forecast. And no. So I pulled up my app and I look at the at the front and I'm like, oh my God, this gigantic red blob was headed our way. And I'm like, all right, that's that's it for us. <laughs> yeah. Jack, please, we're out of here. <laughs> all right. So Rochelle and I took off and it was roughly around halftime anyway, um, which I'm glad we did because uh, the area that we had parked in was actually on grass. Oh, and if, it, if you get a lot of heavy rain, You'd be after you can get stuck. Yeah, uh, in- I was in that same spot. I got out well in, in, in advance of that, but it was driving back and just caught the end of it when it blew open. But it was, uh, yeah, leaving the stadium. I noticed in the distance, I was seeing flashes of lightning. Oh, oh. that does not look good. We saw the like the spidery kind of lightning, you know, <laughs> shooting out all over the place while we were driving home. But uh, yeah, I stayed, and um, the reason that I stayed, and I was actually was chatting with your wife, Preston, as she was going, because I didn't want to have to fight, uh, you know, fifteen thousand other people leaving the stadium at the same time. Right. Trying to get on ninety five or the um, the bridge or whatever, um, and it, that delay lasted and lasted and lasted. And then there were a bunch of people that were like running out onto the field and uh, trying to entertain the crowd. There were people like uh, like the half streaking across the field. One dude took a shirt off, and security got him. And another guy, really, ran, yeah, another guy ran out onto the field and uh, had the entire field to himself and a soccer ball, and uh, decided to take a shot and he missed. Oh. <laughs> Do you know that was wild, Nick? Prior to the the uh, the game, the match, uh, they they had the sprinklers running like right up to the last second. Yeah, yep. yeah, they were. I guess they needed to keep that field. Yeah, uh, you know, so they're keeping an eye on the the actual grass yeah. so that it continues to grow. It was so hot and dry. Nick, did they end up uh, calling the game? Or no, did they, they, they no, they started up. Yeah, and then it was a point where um, Rob McElhenney came out and he was signing autographs and taking pictures during the delay. And so people were sort of gathered underneath uh, where his suite was, and and uh, Rob was you know man of the people and saying hi to everybody. By the way, so when they did say they they put that message up that said everybody needs to shelter, you know, yeah. if you're if you're in a seat outdoors, you need to get into the concourse or you will die. <laughs> we went down and and it was that I realized that that is the densest crowd that yeah. I've been around in years. I haven't been inside a place that was that packed in a while because everybody had went to go in, in, went there. in. Yeah, and so we're working our way through the crowd to try to get to the exit. And we're just kind of going with the flow <laughs> right. of the people. Literally, yeah. at people touching me, front, back, yeah. sides, everything. Nowhere to go. And I hear this guy coming up behind me. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And he's trying to weasel yeah. his way through the crowd. And I'm like, dude, we're all moving together. Yeah. We're all heading in the same direction. We're all going to get there. Where uh-huh. do you have to go? And, and like, there's nowhere yeah. to go. And I just, I just kind of, I didn't let him. Should have elbowed him in the face. Yeah. Good. Stand your ground. Yeah. I just kept, you know, he, he wasn't being, a, he didn't uh, call me out or anything like that. But I'm just like, dude, there's nowhere you can go. So anyhow, we ended up making it out. It's also, there's not as much under coverage area at Subaru Park. Right. Like the link is, you know, 360 degrees almost all around. You can be in there. But on Subaru, it's really just the sides. Yeah, yeah. Like there are, and then there are that, like, a lot of open areas. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And, and the link had Luke Combs on yeah. Friday night. And so my wife was there. Oh, geez. So she uh, and her uh, Kelly, who works here as well. So they were seeing the show and uh, they 
they whenever they have a concert where they have all that stuff going on and all the that electronic equipment up on stage, mm. uh, you know, they they I believe they postponed it. I don't know if they you know started up the concert again i assume they did but at the time they 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 uh, they figured the weather was going to be really foreboding they just left well godsmack and stained were playing at the yeah. right. fm center stained got to play their set yep and then they they were delaying godsmack and then they just they just had to cancel it because they, they have um uh, they have curfews yeah uh, over there yep. for uh, how long you know union workers can work and things like that so I mean, it's, it's a so hard call 11 it. right they had to call what's that it's hard 11 11 I'm not out, sure if right? it's 11, but there is a specific time where it's like, no way, they can't do it anymore. So so people, I'm sure, were pissed off, but hopefully understanding. But they're, they're, Sully uh, released a, um, uh, an announcement saying that they are, they're they're going to reschedule. They're going to come back. They're going right. to make good on it. I don't and know what the next story is. They'll pair up with Luke Holmes. I have it coming up in uh, music <laughs> news a little bit later on. But There's uh, a funny video that came out uh, from the link of two girls almost fighting oh. in the uh, in like the little VIP section, Casey, in like the 200 level okay. where those nice little yeah. suite area are. Uh, what is that? The M? the suite level? Yeah. Whatever it is. Um, two girls just start going oh, at my- it. And you could tell they'd just been drinking all day long. Yeah. Somebody said something. Somebody jumped in and lots of people. But like nobody really jumped in. It was just the two girls friends. I was no, a little you mad. can't use my Sibian. <laughs> well, no, because I saw a footage of another one and not to go down this path, but some a-hole uh, guy was uh, clocking chicks. Uh, <gasps> yeah, because I guess... Clocking his, chicks. Yeah, so his I guess his, friend, his girlfriend was fighting and I guess was being uh, handled by a couple of different girls and, and her boyfriend came in and just started throwing punches. Okay. And like, and thank God people were there to film it and not step in and, you know, perhaps help. That's the norm now. <laughs> yeah. You don't do anything, you just record it. Right. Uh, that happens all the time. Uh, one of the funny things, Preston, from our experience over at uh, Subaru Park was uh, Rob said, and uh, at first I thought he was joking when he said it, he said there were 75 McElhenney's. What? Yeah, in attendance. Yes, they were having a like a big family gathering. Yeah, That's and awesome. uh, and yeah. So uh, we saw had, Katie and uh, Helen's mom. Yep, that was really cool. I hadn't seen his mom in a long time, and uh, I texted her uh, over the weekend, and and she just uh, says the nicest things about you guys. She's just so sweet, and she photobombed us, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was so, so, so funny. Uh, yeah, uh, we have a few clips of us talking to yeah, Rob. If you sure. want, we can play that. Um, he talked about, we, we started off immediately talking about the heat because yeah. we were all sweating our asses off uh, when we got started. So this is uh, what Rob had to say about that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Subaru Park, President Steve Show, and Rob McElhenney. Hey. Hi. Good to see you, man. It's so good to be here. Welcome back home. Thank you. It's uh, it's lovely, isn't it? The weather is just yeah. lovely. You came on the hottest day of the year so far. That's, the most sickly humid day. Something that is so, people don't believe how humid Philadelphia can get. They think well, it's the Northeast. No, it, it's a it's a it's a hellscape when it gets up ahead of steam. So, but that doesn't matter because seems like, this is an event delayed. We are so excited that it's finally happening. So happy to be here. And and even when I sit through weather like this, I try to be as grateful as possible because I think about what it was like here in 1776 when they were sitting in that building <laughs> and they were forming this country, and it felt exactly like this. And all those ruffles and yeah. stuff and the and wigs. wigs and they oh, got through it. I, I'm embarrassed that I took that. Yeah. Thing, right? <laughs> 
That's what I want. That's what I want people to take away from this. Feel shame for complaining about the heat. Exactly. <laughs> Casey, I got to ask Rob about um, your experience with Ryan Reynolds twenty some odd years ago, and uh, and I said uh, I told you know I shared the story with him, and he said, "Listen, I don't know if Ra- uh, Ryan will remember that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does." And, I'm not and kidding. it's just like. Uh, uh, he, you get the impression from Rob McElhenney that Ryan Reynolds is everything you would want him to be. Just the nicest, sweetest guy. Yeah. And it, it, he also said that, you know, about Paul Rudd, because I had mentioned the fact that when they won the championship, when Wrexham did, uh, there's video of uh, Ryan and Rob hugging each other. And I go, yeah, Paul Rudd took that video. Yeah. Right? And, and uh, he's like, yeah, and he was just going on about how Paul, while he knows him fairly well, but not super duper close, like he's the guy you want he's him Paul to Rudd. be. Aww, yeah, Paul man. Rudd. He's just like, you, you just can't get any better than that. Uh, so talking about um, supporting both Wrexham and the union, here's what Rob had said. Well, you know, the first time this was going to happen and we asked you and it's called a friendly, but you made it clear <laughs> that, that victory was still paramount in your mind. Uh, is that holding? True? Yes. Um, I, I am a union supporter to be yeah. in every way, by the way, but a Philadelphia union soccer team uh, supporter. And I was there actually at the MLS Cup championship this year, support in my full union gear. Um, and. And the, the union social team uh, was happy to post that picture this morning, <laughs> which I thought was a wonderful shot across the bow. That's great. That's yes, awesome. it was a great move. Very savvy. Um, and and uh, so I'm a, I'm a union supporter, but and we're not in the same league. So uh, you can be a union supporter and a Wrexham supporter. So, But today, for 90 minutes, right. it's, it's going to be war. And then as soon as the game's over, I'll be a union fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, by the way, I I left and I never did a follow up. Who won the game? It was a one one draw. No kidding. Yeah. So uh, they both scored in the first half. Uh, Union scored on a free kick, which was really exciting. Yeah. And it was a it was a great shot. I was uh, in the bathroom. I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You heard the you heard the noise and the dupe, yeah. and then you come I heard back. The, and, hey, I heard the happened? song. I'm like, yeah. I was taking a piss. So yeah. I, I stuck around for the beginning of the second half, uh, and then left midway through the second half, uh, just you know, to try to beat some of the traffic. But by the time I left, um, I, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the stadium was was uh, still sticking around. Most of the people had left at that point. Right. And then uh, Nick had asked about uh, Caitlin, uh, Rob's wife, obviously, uh, rubbing sunscreen on the team. Yes. Uh, here we go. You guys got to go to Vegas together. And I saw your lovely wife <laughs> applying sunblock to some of the players. Um, uh, was that really difficult for her? Did she have a hard time? Um... Yeah, I think that was rough. <laughs> I think that was rough. It was it was funny, too, because we got so many comments. And she. it's weird because we do look at ourselves as kind of like peers of these young men. But but we could be their parents ah. very easily, mathematically yeah. very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And so when Caitlin was looking around, she was, because we have two boys, 113, 111, that uh, she's not looking at them as like sex symbols, even though they're all young, beautiful men. <laughs> she's looking at them as a mom, like these these guys are Welsh <laughs> and English, and they're not wearing sunblock in Vegas. They're going to burn. Yeah. I got to get some sunscreen on them. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we asked Rob about um, Paul Mullen, who is probably the star of... Uh, the biggest player, best player on Rex MAFC, and um, he suffered a collapsed lung last week. He was in right. for a few days, uh, so he was not able to fly. He wasn't able to be in Philly over the weekend for the match, uh, and apparently Paul's going to be moving in with Caitlin and Rob this week. Until uh, he gets and, good enough, until, right? Yeah, until they can fly back to Wales. Literally going to stay at their house, live there for a while. <laughs> That's a cool owner That's that cool. does something yeah. like that. Rather than getting them a place to stay, they want they didn't want them to be lonely. You forget anything like that. That's your ribs, your lung. You your travels out of the question. Yeah. Mm. yeah.
couple more clips. Uh, Rob talking about being a different kind of uh, owner of a professional sports team. Uh, so you're, uh, you got in last night. You're in and out pretty quick this time around, right? Well, unfortunately, yes. I was planning to stay here for a few days, but unfortunately, one of our star players, Paul Mullen, got yeah. injured oh, in the game. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's okay. He's got broken ribs. And he's a, in the hospital. And a punctured lung. Yeah. Whoa. So he can't fly. Yeah. Now, these are, these are, he's from Liverpool. Uh, he's been to the U.S. a few times, but he doesn't have family here. So uh, he has to stay in Southern California. So I'm going to, after the, immediately after the game tomorrow, I'm going to fly back and then he's going to come stay with Caitlin and I oh, wow. uh, for a few days or a few weeks, depending on how long it takes. And then You're we'll go back to, back to Liverpool. Well, <laughs> I'm going to get you a map. <laughs> I'm going to get you a map. We'll talk about how we're going to get back. Love, uh, rib injuries. Uh, My wife just okay. had a situation. They're, they're very pernicious. So, yeah, they may, whatever it takes to get him 100%, you need to get that done. Yeah. So it, it, that includes just not being able to fly for yeah, a while. Yeah. So we just didn't want him to be be alone. So I go back for that and then head back to the UK. That's awesome. The player is staying at your, crashing at your place. Yes. That's badass. Nice. <laughs> no, I mean, I, how, how many owners do Not stay alone for a little Not while? A lot, I'm sure. Um, is this being um, captured for Welcome to Wrexham? No, uh, no, no. Although maybe there were some welcome video to crews uh, there on on Friday night with Rob. I, I didn't see any cameras though; okay. just, just ours. Yep. All right. And then uh, one last thing: we're talking about uh, you know getting um, the league and the sport some exposure in the yep. United States. So with all these friendlies that are happening around the country, the, uh, Wrexham has played I think four games already, or is this the fourth? This, game? this is the fourth game. Okay. And uh, and uh, a bunch of the other teams were in you know the uh, uh, the European leagues, the uh, um, the English leagues. This is. Uh, Essentially, kind of a uh, get the the game in our areas and get people to feel what it's really all about. That's what this is mainly about. So these are called friendlies, and yep. um, the whole point of it is to just spread the word. And uh, there's so many Americans that we're finding that want to watch a Wrexham game, but haven't had a chance to get over to Wales yet or or to the UK. And so this gives them an opportunity to come to the games. What are the What are the guys' uh, reactions to the US so far? The fan of <laughs> they love it. They can't yeah. believe the reception that they've been getting. I mean, to go to a stadium. Um, to play Manchester United and to see that 50% of the people seem to be there in support of Wrexham, uh, I think was a pretty profound experience for them. Nice. There was a a, a, a strong Wrexham presence there and people, yeah. who, whether they be from the show, you know, obviously we, we got a lot of love, which is great to, to see people and, uh, you know, the, the sons of Ben, just, they just keep stuff going. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> insane, the commitment. So, well, you know, what a great time. But yeah, clearly Wrexham was, was well represented there. Um, so, real quick question, because uh, you had said Europe and then England is is uh, England in Europe or did they yes, see? Yes. Uh, okay, so they just don't go by the euro. I thought I, I just I wasn't sure if for some reason England was it, its own entity. I know it's in the, well, the, uh, now the it's continent not, of Europe. Okay, right? They had Brexit and they they left. Okay, the I European mean it's an island, but when you when you go. To, on a European vacation, you can certainly go to England. And then you, know, you, have, you travel always, with Chevy Chase. I, <laughs> I've always considered it a part of that yeah. okay. continent, even though it's an island. You know what I mean? A lot of yeah. people consider it part of Japan, but uh, they're wrong. Okay. Lot, yeah, but they're, they're, they're very wrong. wrong. Yeah. Where, where, Those people are wrong. Where did Wrexham play all their friendlies in the States? Tokyo. Uh, they did. <laughs> what? Carolina. Um, 
San Diego, maybe one in LA. I think they did the LA Galaxy 2, just like okay. they did Union 2. Um, so yeah, they were sort of all, uh, I think f- four matches and heading back to the, to, uh, to Wales. Yeah, Men and Blazers have posted a pretty cool, uh, just recap of all the soccer, football things that happened in the U.S. Um, and 50,000 people in North Carolina for Wrexham versus Chelsea. And Men wow. and Blazers, yeah. are, they, they, they're sort of the, the group, so you said like Barstool basically for yeah, they're like the go-to uh, source for right. everything soccer okay. uh, around the U.S. Yeah, and mm. you guys were, they were in the suite with you guys, yep. correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And like rang the, uh, not rang the bell, but bang the drum, bang the drum. at yep. the beginning of the game. Beat the duck. <laughs> uh, they beat the duck. <laughs> oh, which is which a new thing they're that. doing at the Union game. Yeah, now they bring out an actual living duck yeah. and you beat it to Slam it with shovels. Oh. That's the crowd, yeah. You eat it though, right? So it's not no, all no, no, Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, it doesn't okay. go to waste. You just kick it into the river. It, it's been rightly, rightfully called brutal. Uh, here's a text that says, uh, Rob McElhenney was the absolute nicest when he came out and talked to all of us. We stayed till the final tick of the clock. Uh, seemed like most Wrexham, support, Wrexham supporters uh, were singing and chanting except for the small child who was telling us to shut up, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so somebody texts in, Casey says, England is not in the EU anymore, but is still in Europe. Okay. If that. Well, they, they, were go- reason- they were going to have it moved. Question. They had they had the ships in place to pull it. Yeah. But then they couldn't find another pl- spot on the map that appealed to them. That it would fit, right? Yeah, yeah. Casey, you want to see a fun Venn diagram? Uh, look at the Venn diagram of uh, England versus Great Britain versus United Kingdom. Oh. Uh, it, it, like All of these things interweave, and like uh, Ireland is a part of... Uh, Great Britain, but yeah. not a part of the United Kingdom. Huh. Uh, it's yeah, it's okay. fun and confusing. The only reason I was asking is, uh, you guys all know that Travis Scott dropped a new album on Friday, yeah. and uh, there is a lyric in one of the songs that talks about London and Europe, and I was like, is London Europe, or is it uh, is it England? I'm like, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Well, nice. while we're cor- correcting uh, facts from the day, I found out that uh, Luke Holmes went on at 11.20 p.m. on right. Friday, and there was That's another rain delay, and it was 10.20 p.m. on Saturday. Mm. It's from our friend Nicole down the... Uh, I don't like down. that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would cut out. No matter how much of a fan I was, I wouldn't wait around until 11.20 to have uh, the oh, concert start. Yeah, well, especially when you just have to sit, wait, wait, right. wait, and not knowing when it might restart. Getting yeah. hit by lightning. That's kind of tough, yeah. All right. And like $12 beers. Yeah. Or $16 beers. Mm. At least. At least. Right. Oof. All right. Well, anyhow, a uh, couple of things took place over the weekend. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, we do need to take a break, and we're going to do that thing now. Don't forget, we have a Preston and Steve Show theme tattoo. Text word tattoo to 39333. We'll see if you win it from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing before the show is up. We'll get to the B file when we return. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Okay, we have uh, some more stories to share via the Bizarre File, so let's go ahead. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, it's brought to you this morning by Monster Mania Con. You can see the biggest names in horror this weekend at Monster Mania Con 55, the Double Tree and Hill. Uh, tickets are available online at monstermania.net. A bandit. Now, I have two stories that have something in common here. Let's see if you can really? catch it. Really? Yes. We have to guess what it is. A bandaged woman uh, smirked during her mugshot despite having her ear chomped off in a wild brawl <laughs> at a house party. Dixie Styles, who is 18, and Macy Reagan, who is 23, were both arrested over a fight that broke out over stolen vape pens. You're just a duck. 
Deputies were called to the area over a brawl between several men at a party thrown by unsupervised minors. Both women were at the shindig. So they're beating the crap out of each other over a vape pen? Yeah. Sometime after midnight, Reagan attempted to leave and was confronted by Styles, who accused her of stealing alcohol and vape pens. Reagan then allegedly pulled out a 9mm handgun, but Styles managed to knock the firearm away. Wow. And a fight ensued. During the brawl, Reagan allegedly bit off the top of Styles' ear. Ooh. Deputy said the torn piece was unable to be reattached. Actually, I, I saw both of the mugshots. They're both pretty cute. Really? I was very surprised. I was expecting big battle axes. Uh, Styles, the Styles appeared. Her ear was bitten off. Her ear. All right, so deputies, so uh, Styles appeared to smirk during a mugshot that featured a bandage wrapped around her head. Reagan sported a black eye in her booking image as well. Uh, both women suffered multiple bruises and lacerations. Styles was charged with battery while Reagan faced a charge of felony battery causing bodily harm because she bit the girl's ear off. Uh, they already have a TLC show, Preston. Uh, police said an investigation of the fight is ongoing and did not provide further details about Yeah, the women. you're right. We're looking at them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like young and uh and cute yeah yeah the hell and one of them's an ear biter all right now a woman has been arrested after she allegedly bit off part of her father's ear during a dispute uh, inside a utah home wow rebecca uh, it's rebecca, family and well besides these being young yeah. uh people here rebecca nelson's 42 years old <laughs> Uh, she was booked on multiple charges related to suspicion of aggravated assault on Friday. According to a probable cause statement, Nelson entered the home and allegedly attacked her father, resulting in injuries. Her father suffered a laceration to his ear, claiming that Nelson bit him and tore off a chunk of the skin. I bet you can't bite my ear off. He also reported... Oh, yeah? Well, I didn't know it was a dare. <laughs> All right, I'll take that bit, old man. He also reported that she strangled him with both hands. Bet you can't strangle me with both hands. Upon arrival, the father stated that his daughter can't kick me in the nuts. entered the residence and immediately made a threat to kill him. Uh, she then proceeded to forcefully bite his ear, resulting in the removal of a chunk of skin from the ear. Uh, apparently, the police said that it was a large enough chunk that the victim was holding the chunk of skin in his hand. Hold my chunk. When they arrived. Wow. It's horrific. A Chinese farmer who had recently relocated from his rural home to an urban apartment building in Sichuan province shocked his new neighbors when he started raising seven calves on his balcony. He was raising cattle on his balcony. Uh, yes, in an apartment complex. Amazing. Uh, hundreds Move! of people were shocked to find that a new neighbor had started raising cattle on his small fifth floor apartment balcony. The man had recently relocated from a village and had brought corn in his bathroom. Brought seven bovine calves weighing between, it says, 10 and 20 kilograms. That's awfully small, right? Yeah. Uh, with him to raise his pets. Annoyed by the constant mooing and foul smell of the young bovines, many of the residents called the authorities and the animals were forcefully removed on the first day in their new home. I'd like to see this, what these things look like. Yeah. That seems pretty small. Videos of the calves have been doing the rounds. The Chinese version of TikTok, on the Chinese version of TikTok, and while most reactions have been humor, some users pointed out that many of the residents of this particular apartment complex spent their whole lives in rural settings, so growing vegetables and raising animals is all that they know. As the, as for the farmer who brought Brought his cows with him to the big city. Local news outlets report that he has put property management and security guards. Uh, uh, they have been on high alert as yeah. he has repeatedly attempted to sneak the cattle back into <laughs> his fifth floor apartment. Yeah. 
There's I love a, that story. Cows a, in the city. There's They're, a species of cows or, or a subbreed, I guess, uh, Steve, called mini cattle. Uh, huh. And they are uh, popular as pets. They they have... You have to milk them with tweezers. Well, you can milk them. You can, um, you know, get meat from them as well. Really? They're really, they're really cute. Yeah, they're more cost effective uh, be, for farmers because they use less land. I have never seen these things. Uh-uh. Wow. That is wild. All right, uh, pretty messed up story. At least 10 people have been killed, including three children in a blast at a fireworks warehouse and a market in southern Thailand on Saturday. The explosion in uh, Sungai Kolok on the Malaysian border seriously injured at least 115 people is thought to have been caused by construction work. Residents described hearing a huge explosion around 9 o'clock. The force shook buildings, shattered windows, collapsed roofs, sending a massive plume of smoke into the air. The explosion has also destroyed a large part of the town, and the market has been brought under control, and a preliminary investigation indicates a technical error in steel welding during construction work on the building was responsible. Accidents involving fireworks in Southeast Asia, uh, which are not commonly used in the region to commemorate big events, are not unusual. One in a factory in Indonesia six years ago killed 49 people. Another five days ago killed one woman and injured 10 more in northern Thailand, so it happens from time How'd you time. not be a nervous wreck working in one of those factories? Yeah, no kidding. All right, in the moment, and uh, with this one, um, it's funny, but it freaked people out a little bit. But some amusement park riders near New York City say that they were traumatized when a ride going backwards wouldn't stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> the rush of excitement on the Music Express ride at Playland Park and Rye quickly turned to panic and fear on Sunday night when the ride would not stop. <laughs> Screams of joy became calls for help as the ride, which is designed to go backward, wound up doing so for at least three to four minutes longer than it should have, according to the park's general manager, Jeff Davis. Video shows traumatized kids gasping for their mom when they finally got off. Uh, Davis said that uh, the unwanted thrill was due to an electrical malfunction. He said the ride operators uh, activated an emergency stop button, and when that didn't work, they called maintenance for help. Uh, Davis also said the ride was inspected earlier that morning and ran through the day without any problems until the incident happened around 8.30 p.m. Okay, we're looking at it, and it's one of those ground rides. Uh, But it is going at a decent rate of speed. Yeah, and uh, it just wouldn't stop. (laughs) You you stay on that thing for long enough, it's going to freak you out. Uh, Davis said that he was not aware of any reported injuries. He said that the ride will remain closed until the park and the ride manufacturer come up with a fix for that. And there you go. Make it go forward. That is what I have (laughs) in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, We're going to get back in a moment. We'll uh, have some giveaways via the lesson question. We'll get to the trash and music news on top of that too back in a moment stay with us your smart speaker can settle arguments tell you the weather and even order stuff but did you know it can also stream wmmr ask it to open mmr and it'll begrudgingly comply get social with preston and steve Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so let me see here. Let's ask a lesson question. See if you've been uh, paying attention this morning. The program, we're going to give away as a prize four-pack of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, August 19th through October 29th in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. And the question I have for you is if you come to our belly flop contest Thursday night, Valley Forge Casino. You're invited to sign Casey's what? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. If you heard that, it wasn't that long ago. 8 o'clock-ish hour. Um, if you come to the Belly Flop Contest on Thursday night, you're invited to sign Casey's what? 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Friday this morning, bye. Sports and Social. Cheer on the Fightins just steps away from the stadium at Sports and Social in Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Watch the game on a 52-foot big screen with Budweiser, cocktail specials, giveaways, memorabilia, and more. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, in the world of Barbie, they're mourning the death of Bill Cunningham, who was the voice of the original famous Ken doll in the 1960s. Cunningham often said he was born to play the role because he had no genitals or anus. Wow. Kendall Jenner, this is an incredible story, Preston, broke a heel while dancing vigorously at a Chris Stapleton concert over the weekend. Jenner was immediately medevaced off the site and delivered to the emergency room at Balenciaga. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, Britney Spears will not be seeing her two sons before they move to Hawaii. However, Britney says once the boys get settled in, she plans on driving out there to see him. Done. <laughs> That's a highly all righty, we are searching for someone who has an answer to this question. If you come to our belly flop contest on Thursday night, you're invited to uh, sign Casey's what? And our first caller in is Jason. So let's talk to him. Hey, Jason, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning to see you. All right, Jason, what can you sign at the belly flop contest on Casey? We're going to sign his band-aid. His band-aid. Yeah. Correct, buddy. Hang on. You just got yourself a family four-pack of tickets with meal vouchers. No, that's incorrect. You have a four-pack of tickets to the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair, not the meal vouchers. No. Uh, August you don't 19th, get those. 19th through October 29th in Mannheim, PA, and you can get ready to live the excitement and adventure of jousting nights at Royal Delights. Buy advanced tickets at parenfair.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we'll start with this. The official official Nickelback documentary, Hate to Love Nickelback, 
will get its world premiere in September at the Toronto International Film Festival. That's a great name. Yeah, the film explores how one of the most successful acts in music history is known as one of the most hated bands. <laughs> Lead singer and guitarist Chad Kroger says that the band pokes fun at the online memes. He recalls a funny, conver- funny conversation he had with Brian Johnson of ACDC. He said that uh, at dinner one night, Johnson told him that he was in good company because he said when Back in Black came out, ACDC was then considered to be the most hated band on the planet. I don't remember oh, ACDC I don't remember that. hated. I think that, he was telling that to make him feel good. That album came out. It was we were completely hated. Fantastic. No, you weren't. Uh, the new documentary is a culmination of six years of filming, by the way. So that is coming out, the Toronto Film Festival. Man Halen's David Lee Roth has posted another interpretive dance clip. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I've heard about it. I have not seen it either. I saw the other one uh, last week. But in this one, he swings a sword to the beat of Queen's We Will Rock You. The black and white video is a reminder that the 68-year-old has still got some moves. And is off his meds. Recently, he posted one wearing overalls while dancing Jamiroquai's 1999 hit Canned Heat. Uh, and he titled that one Vote for Pedro. While he was dancing in that, but we were watching that one last week. Uh, back to the story we mentioned a little while ago. Uh, Godsmack were ready to rock the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion in Camden on Friday night, but Mother Nature wasn't having it. The show was part of their tour with Stained, who managed to fit their set in before rain delay washed over the venue. Godsmack were set to go on at 9.15 p.m., but shortly before that time... Uh, fans were given a message from the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion that said, Attention, Godsmack and stained fans due to severe weather in the area. We are sheltering in place for those on the lawn. Please seek shelter inside the pavilion lobby and wait for further instructions. Stay tuned to our socials for further updates. Uh, MMR listeners were quick to get on the phone and call Jackie Bam Bam. Let him know he was hosting You Call It Friday night at the time. However, he nor anyone else were any aware of any updates for over an hour or so until 10.48 p.m. Live Nation's update said, your safety is our first priority due to severe weather. Tonight's show will not resume. We thank you for coming and for your continued patience tonight. Mm. Please get home safe. We'll provide additional information within the next 48 hours. This led to a mixed reaction from fans. Somebody had texted in earlier that there was like a pseudo little riot that broke out. Really? I didn't see anything outside of that. Somebody said like things were being thrown around and so on, but... You gotta be safe. I can't verify that. Uh, the next day, uh, Selling Erna promised to make good on the cancellation with a statement saying, Dear fans of Camden, New Jersey, I was just, uh, I just wanted to personally send you all a note to say how sorry we were for not being able to take the stage. Although the band and myself were on standby, ready to play, Mother Nature was, uh, with so many lightning strikes close, uh, close by worked against. And as much as I personally wanted to make the announcement myself, Live Nation has policy, they must go by when this sort of thing happened. So they made the announcement on our behalf. I can see where that's, you know, that makes more sense. Yeah. You, don't, you, know, you don't want the, the vitriol to be leveled against the band. Yeah. He continued saying, that being said, I also want to commend you all for being understanding and respectful to the crew and venue staff and not letting anyone get out of control after the announcement. Uh, you handled the disappointment with integrity and class. And for that, I promise you all that we will figure out a makeup date as soon as possible and come back to perform an incredible show for you soon. You have my word with love and respect, Sully Erna. Uh, 
let's see. The Doors Golden Album has been reissued. The original version from 1968 was released exclusively in Japan and for years was difficult to obtain. It's a compilation of 12 songs from the first three studio albums, The Doors, Strange Days, and Waiting for the Sun. Uh, many of the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers' hits are included, such as Light My Fire and Hello, I Love You. Uh, five songs from the compilation appear on the bonus 7-inch, including the 40 t- uh, top 40 hits, People Are Strange and Unknown Soldier. Why was it only released in Japan? Don't know. Uh, the Doors Golden Album comes in a deluxe gatefold jacket with an insert including lyrics. Only 5,000 copies will be sold, and it is only available online. And then finally, a new feature-length documentary about the making of Elvis Presley's 1968 comeback hit uh, will hit theaters worldwide over the weekend. Is now available for streaming as well. Is comeback um, yeah. the special? It's a documentary about the making okay. of the special. That's right, man. Uh, it's called Reinventing Elvis, the 68 Comeback, and includes additional scenes that aren't in the final film, and that includes two new videos as well. Uh, the famous black leather jacket era, The King, now touts a few songs by other artists, including Darius Rucker singing Jailhouse Rock. Blowfish, man. And a ver- blowfish, man. And a version of Blue Suede Shoots by America's Got Talent finalist, Drake McGillan. Yeah, that guy's got no talent. Uh, Maligan. I'm sorry, not McGillan. Mal- Malignant. Malignant. Oh, that's okay. They got the Just Got Talent person. If you watch the, uh, I know, I don't know why, uh, the Elvis movie, the recent one, uh, focuses a lot on this special and how important it was. Mm. Where was in, it? Uh, what's that? Where was it? Where did they do it? it was, they did it in, in, in it was the studios at uh, NBC, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, the film was released just a couple of weeks uh, before the 40th anniversary of Elvis's death, August 16th, 1977. The movie uh, highlights, by the way, the fact that uh, Colonel Tom Parker c- could not, because he had very suspicious ties and his, uh, you know, his, his history. And also he was just terrified of, of, of flying in general, but he did not. He did everything he could to keep Elvis from performing out of the country. So, uh, and that that figures prominently into the movie. But the special, you know, that that was a um, that was a huge turnaround in his career. Yeah. yeah, it was. The Drake McGillan guy, he has this. He he's actually getting a pretty good career. It's turning into something. He has this one song. He kind of sounds like a crooner, um, but it's like like a Rick Astley. Like, uh, but like slower and like fifties, sixties type of music. All right, and it's pl- being played on like top forty radio. I kind of like it. Okay. It's fun. It's like um, is it McGillan or Malignant? Is know. it malignant? I like a tour? I don't okay. care that much. But it's like um, <laughs> uh, Pearl Jam's Last Kiss. That kind of song. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. That's yeah. the music news, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Thank you very much. Uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Wrap up the program. Get your letter of the day for the word of the week and let you continue on your Tuesday morning. We'll be back in a moment. Stay there. Disturbed. Oh, wow. The Take Back Your Life Tour, August 21st at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. With special guests, Breaking Benjamin, and MMR has an amazing concert fan experience. The unstoppable keg crusher grand prize. A four-pack of the best seats in the house. For your group to hang at the Cat Crusher Bar with unlimited beer and barbecue. And we'll also throw in four signed sex 
list and other disturbed merch, including an autographed guitar. Listen to win a pair of tickets and qualify each afternoon with Brent Porsche. And again, all this weekend, text DISTURBED to 39333 for a link to all the details, plus another chance to enter to win and get qualified for the grand prize. Presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We are wrapping up today's radio program. We'd like to thank you for all your contributions in uh, calling and texting in this morning. Uh, and for that, we're going to award one of you a presidency show theme tattoo Tuesday. So let's do it. Congratulations go out to Kelly Paul. Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. And Kelly got a $350 gift certificate for a floating world tattoo and piercing. And tattoos again, the President Steve Show is, of course, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. I think we need to do the letter today, and I believe, Casey, that's going to be your job today. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you ready? Wait. Yeah, oh. Hey! And we welcome him with open arms. Happy birthday, Pierre Robert. Thank you. I wanted to say how much I can relate with that warning song because I played the new music ID into more that said more. And then I played the song money because when I looked at the two new music IDs, it's M-O-R-E or Uh M-O-N-E-Y. And so I played more... I played the ID for more, but I actually played the song Money. And, of course, the texting screen erupts whenever you make a mistake, which right. in my case is every few minutes. Did you feel the need to try and jump in, or did no. you just let Money I just out? let it okay. went. Yeah, why not? I let it went, and that's how you got to do. If, they, if you don't acknowledge the mistake, is it really a mistake? Exactly. Right. Because I... What I actually was going to say is I planned it that way. Yes. Uh, To test our listeners to see if they were paying attention. That's right. That is a good way to test our listeners. I run a tight ship. Yes, you do. Oh, yes, I do. Always diagnostics on the audience. Yes, I diagnose. (laughs) All right, let's go. Yeah, we do that. Sure. It's his birthday. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today. I don't know. By the letter. Oh, L, as L. in letter. All right. And we have a four-pack of three-day uh, tickets to see Jelly Roll and many other artists at Tidal Wave Music Festival. It's August 11th through the 13th, and that'll be on the beach in Atlantic City. Jelly Roll is performing live on Sunday, the 13th. Tickets are on sale now, TidalWaveFest.com. Uh, for complete details, you can text JELLY to 39333 for a link to Sarah's recent interview that she did with Jelly Roll and another chance to win a pair of three-day tickets. So we'll give that away on Friday. It's only four letters to make the word this week. Um, what's up on the program today, man? Another pair of Bruce tickets for the second show coming uh, now just a few weeks away, which is cool. Also, uh, tickets, uh, I mean, not tickets, but uh, blocks of three birthday boys. Def Leppard for Joe Elliott's birthday. Uh, Counting Crows, love that band, for Adam Duritz's birthday. And uh, Jerry Garcia has a birthday. Yes, he does. And so, in honor of you, Preston, we'll go with a nice long block of the dead. Oh, excellent. Uh, you 
you can break your hippie skirt out and mm. just uh, twirl around the studio. I was not aware that you and Jerry shared the same uh, birthday. It is a cosmic coincidence. That's interesting. Yeah. Is that part of what made you a huge fan as well? No. Okay. I didn't even know it for many years. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, Rob O'Reilly, took me to my first Dead show at Winterland um, Arena. And... Um, I said, why do they take so long between each song? <laughs> he goes, dude, that's just the way it is. Yeah. I'd never smelled that much pot smoke in my life. <laughs> um, and um, But in San Francisco. And, but, uh, you know, and then the cosmic coincidences continued. And then later I learned he had my same birthday. But then... Um, I was on the Golden Gate Bridge once when I was visiting San Francisco about 10, uh, 15. How, when did he die? 92. 95. 95. Um, so it was before then. And I'm driving across the bridge and I look in my rearview mirror. There's this big, fl- uh, fat BMW 750, which was the biggest one you could get at the time. And um, I say, well, that's an interesting looking guy driving that with kind of longish hair and a beard. And I keep going on my merry way, listening to Roxy music. And I look back and go, what is it about that? I can keep going. I go, holy yes, it's the majesty. <laughs> I just, I pulled into the right lane so I could just watch him pass me. I didn't stare. I swear to God, the only thing that would make that more San Francisco is if he was eating rice aroni as he was driving yeah. across the Golden so, Gate Bridge. He probably did because yeah. he's not known to be a good eater. <laughs> uh, he smoked camels and he uh, ate food religiously. Well, that's, that's a perfect moment. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a very zen moment. So nice. there you go. Nice. All right. Well, enjoy your birthday, sir. Thanks. Absolutely. And Diagnose. I would like to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Monster May. It says Monster Man. Monster oh. Man. Mm. Uh. Monster Mania Con 55 and tickets for this weekend available at monstermania.net. Monster Man. Tomorrow on the program, Fox Good Day, Secret Text Word, and a gentleman by the name of Rory, who also goes by the name Cheddar Wiz. He is the mullet championship contestant. Yes. Ah, nice. I believe he's eight years old. Eight years old. Yeah, wait, Great. wait till you meet this kid. He's going to be right. fantastic. And his Excellent. mom. Former President Steve Downer Girl. Oh, wow. Ah, Beautiful thing. coming All right. in? Yes. Nice. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat ba 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 ba